George already in here talking shit about the Lakers. Yeah, buddy. This is George. Look at the Lakers now facing real competition. Let me hear that BS now, boys. <laughs> Shame Joker, three-time MVP in a row, taking LeBron fake legacy to the cleaners. Look at the Lakers now. All right, listen here, George. What did LeBron say after the loss in game two? Just, just pay attention to what he said. I have faith that the Lakers will more than likely win the next four. I said it. Yeah, I said it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to happen, honestly. But luck with him because Jimmy Butler would serve him too. Either way, he's going to lose and AD need to demand a trade after this season. Yeah, all right, George. All right, George. But anyway, man, let's get to the intro. Got a little something new today. Tonight, we're going to get to what we're going to talk about today. But let's go ahead and get to it. Hold on, y'all. All right, here we go. Episode 106, Raise Up Thy Child. <laughs> All y'all bum ass. Take uh, care of your fucking kids. <laughs> raise Stop letting the fucking streets raise them. <laughs> Take care of your fucking kids. <laughs> raise up thy child. No, Episode George, you ain't got me up out of here yet. <laughs> yeah, it ain't happening. Did oh, I, I run him off? 
<laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Oh, that man. dude sounds white. That is the what's the name of that group? The uh, the five. Shout out steps. to Regina Shout out and Regina. George. <laughs> Travis finally got off the toilet. That's funny you say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about going to the bathroom right before we got live. We went live. Regina, but yeah. peace, love, and so train. train to the gods <laughs> and goddesses. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all, man. All right, we're gonna get right into it. Uh, we got some a lot of stuff to talk about. Actually, we don't, but we're going to delve into a, a topic that's going to be the center of today's episode, uh, the John Morant situation and how a lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. I'm sure y'all, if y'all pay, if y'all care about the type of stuff, y'all shout out to Tom. Sorry, dude. Shout out to Tom opinions. Green. What up, Tom Green? Uh, I know people are giving a lot of opinions on the John Morant situations and a lot of other topics. You know, Charlamagne the God is in the news for... <laughs> Not a good reason. Jim Brown. He's, uh, in a, lo- he's in the news for being a loser. That's why he wasn't number one. <laughs> oh, sure, yeah. Wouldn't it have been funny if he would have been number one and he's losing everything? You can't be <laughs> a number one a winner and you're getting canceled. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go ahead and get right into it then. Um, Hold on, y'all. And here we go. First thing that this happened, uh, I believe this was yesterday. Um, Jim Brown, legendary NFL running back, dead at 87. Jim Brown was a very, there's two sides to Jim Brown. The the side that most of us know is the NFL uh, Hall of Fame running back, the movie um, uh, actor, and a lot of, he played in a lot of, what do you call them, black exploitation films? Expo, yeah. I think that's what uh, they call it. Philanthropist. How do you say it? What? Philamp. Philanthropy. Philanthropy. <laughs> You, you can't come. say it either. You, <laughs> you can't come. say it either. Keep moving. It's on my tongue, but I can't get it out. All right, but yeah, uh, he passed away. Hold on, let me uh, let me go here. Uh, Jim Brown, one of the greatest running backs in the history of international football, who quit the game at the height of his career to act the Hollywood movies and add his voice to the civil rights movement. He has died. He was 87. Brown died Thursday night. His wife, Monique Brown, said on Instagram, to the world, he was an activist, actor, and football star. To our family, he was a loving and wonderful husband, father, and grandfather. Our hearts are broken, she wrote. <laughs> well, damn. George said Jim. Jim That's Brown what was I said, star. too. <laughs> Travis also claimed. Claim. You see how he spelled that? <laughs> he, didn't, uh, he didn't get on his knees and beg you to only do it at the end of the month. That's a lie. Now, Duke, you can go on screen. Didn't I say go on okay, screen yard on, today? Y'all. You didn't want to go on screen yard today, George? You have, exactly. You got to tell the truth, but George. What happened was this was not even on mic, off mic. Travis was saying this. He he don't like to use OBS. He wanted to use Streamyard every week. He's saying he felt like it sound better. He felt like it's easier. And the fact that I, obviously we could talk to people. I said I like OBS and that we can do uh, Streamyard once a month. So that was my idea, not his. <laughs> Jim Brown was a sellout. Fuck him. Well, it's funny because Jim Brown had a lot of respect, even amongst people in the streets. I heard stories about gang members. He would invite them to his home for dinner and all type yeah. of things and never got challenged, never tried to rob him, do anything to him. Uh, so it is what it is. He had a lot of respect amongst a lot of people. Obviously, one of the most uh, uh, inf- uh, infamous moments is when he and uh, I think Jackie Robinson and all them went to Muhammad Ali when he was unwilling to go to uh, was it Vietnam? The Vietnam War. At the height of his boxing career, 
Um, and they tried, they went to him to, they said it's try to stand in solidarity with him, but there are stories that says actually they went there to convince him to back down. He ended up convincing them to stick with him. <laughs> so I think that was Bob Aram that said that. Um, so yeah, it is what it is. He passed away. Um, condolences to his family, I guess, as a side that believe, you know, he was an upstanding man. There was other people that feel like he was a <laughs> sellout. Uh, George is a sellout. Oh, here you go. <laughs> okay, Travis. I South Park apologize. Fuck, Fuck you, dude. dude. <laughs> That's lame. <laughs> LOL. Hey, he had a swing. He had to take the swing back and swing on me. Wow. But yeah, anyway, let's move forward now. I can't believe he said something bad about you. Wow. <laughs> well, he, he just he was talking shit to me first about LeBron. What are you talking about? Okay. And the Lakers. All right, now you brought this out all the people that went he went to Syracuse University Syracuse University and so they went to all these people they went to Syracuse this is not really shocking I do know that there are certain schools that have this legacy name I'm sorry legacy names that attended their schools and so you wouldn't you'd be you wouldn't be surprised at all the people um that went to the Syracuse University with him or not with him but the same school that he went to but another thing that happened is you brought out his um foundation it's a foundation he has called Amira, I can, which he helps uh, the the youth, juveniles, people in prison, yeah. coming out of prison. It seems to be more focused on the prison. Situation. And you know he got the black and brown thing going on in there. Where you get that from? Because he got pictures of Hispanics in there. It's white people too. Well, those are the donors, like the uh, National Football League and uh, other organizations that donate to his foundation. Okay, that's a good thing, ain't it? You got programs, partners, partners. And his wife stuff. is the president, Monique. Monique Brown. Who's <laughs> very attractive. Oh, wow. <laughs> the man just passed away. You're talking about his wife. Well, somebody got to snatch her up. Damn, that's cold. That's cold-hearted. <laughs> that's cold as hell. She got money to spend. Why not spend it on me? <laughs> now you want to be a sugar, a sugar baby? <laughs> Damn. All right. <laughs> okay. All right, let's move on. Rest in peace to... Jim Brown. Rest in peace to Charlemagne the God show. <laughs> no, rest in piss. Oh. <laughs> rest in piss. Stephen Colbert, ex-executive uh, producer pair, tuning out the news in hell of a week with Charlemagne the God canceled at Comedy Central. First off, I keep saying this, this dude has had at least six to seven TV shows. I think the only ones you can consider successful were all the thing, only thing Guy Code and Girl. When Guy that Code. wasn't his shows. He was just on it. Well, okay, when shows he was on. The was, only thing he's had successful was The Breakfast Club, which is very successful, and now is actually on the back end, up and out. I think it, I, don't, I don't know how far back it is on the back end. When last time you watched Breakfast Club? Matter of fact, we dislike Breakfast Club so much, we'll go to other pages and get clips, which is really <laughs> fucked up. No, you somebody that. did that to us. <laughs> you do that. Like that's fucked up. You do that. <laughs> But yeah, uh, the Paramount Global Network has uh, canceled animated series tuning out the news. I'm hell of a week with Charlemagne the God. Both shows are executive produced by Stephen Colbert. A hell of a week, Charlemagne the God ran for two seasons on the network. It launched in September 2021, initially as The God's Honest Truth before it was rebranded for a second season. That means it wasn't doing well in the first season, and you thought a rebrand would help the second, <laughs> and it still didn't. Uh, the weekly series turned in, uh, into more of a panel format for the second season, which premiered last July. After the Daily Show, the half-hour show featured uh, influential guests, unlikely pairings oh. of comedians, outspoken celebrities, and thought leaders across the political spectrum, debating the current events, uh, permeate, permeating politics and culture. What? George said, about time 
with his fruity pebble ass. His bro jobs became bland, and no one wants to bend over anymore. That ain't that what I said? I said the cell, the text messages start coming in. <laughs> or I, I also said that some of the text messages are still coming in because they still say they're going to have future endeavors with him. You think a lot of partnerships? So, well, yeah. You think a lot of his um the the impact of Charlamagne guy kind of dwindled after the Jessica Reed yes. situation, not just because of the Jessica Reed story, but because, because of that story, he had to change how he carried himself. Exactly. He couldn't be the shot no more because if he go viral too much, people going to keep bringing up. Reed. So he had to kind of, it started a little bit with Cho no joke. Yeah. And then when Kwame brought it up, it yeah, just Kwame blew Brown up because Kwame up. Brown roasted his ass. So, <laughs> It was kind of and he was, Kwame was viral at that time, so anything he kind of did was going to be yeah. bring attention to it. I remember when he went. Remember he went live. He had forty thousand yeah. people. Forty thousand. He said, "I ain't going nowhere." He had like he had almost that much with uh, Jim, um, Judge Joe Brown. Judge Joe Brown with him. He got a meal off of him. He said, "I got my first meal." <laughs> Judge Joe Brown will get you a meal ticket. Hey, Judge Joe Brown. A few other people. It's a few people that will automatically. Dr. Umar Johnson, Judge Joe Brown. And a few other people, if you bring them on your platform, you're going, you're like guaranteed an audience. Star power. <laughs> he made the biggest headlines in an interview with Vice President Kamala Harris with a Breakfast Club host pressed her on the power of Senator uh, Joe Manchin, and she told him to stop talking like a Republican. It was also nominated for a WGA award. That, that's the same thing as saying you're not black if you don't vote for me. Yeah. Her saying stop talking like a Republican. Which is what he tried to do. I, I think he tried. To be more center in his commentary on Hell of a Week, he tried to be more speak speak on both sides, and both sides are not for mm-hmm. black people and all this stuff. George said, "Never compare Umar to Judge Go. That's, That's blasphemous." <laughs> yep, Travis. Yeah, I mean, I think. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, talk like a Republican. That's kind of a what they call a shaming tactic they use, especially um, in politics. They use that to make you not question certain aspects of the democratic party or their uh-huh. policies and such, but you know, it is what it is. What it is. Well, yeah, the show's gone. Um, they are going to have future partnerships with him still. I mean, how many times he got to fail before? Cause Charlemagne, we giving him that. <laughs> the D now you brought up this right here. When it was called the guys Honest truth, this was the picture, the picture that they used. It reminded me of the moonlight movie where they use that special lighting fix to, to make, you know, Black skin, yeah, had that bluish, uh, violet, bluish green tone to it almost. Yeah, you know those paintings back in, you know, a lot of those paintings in uh the Europe from back. Sassy in the- Shante. Oh, what up? What up? We talking about your boy Charlemagne, <laughs> the goddess. What's up with your boy? <laughs> he necking all cool. <laughs> but yeah, remember those paintings from back in like the fourteen hundreds, fifteen hundreds, and Europe European paintings and. UK, I mean, uh, England and stuff, how they would have these auras around them that represented people of supernatural status. And he does have the orange around him, which and he's is knowledge. Blue. And he's blue. Well, he's a blue man. Exactly. This is proof that I'll be she saying how... She said, ew. <laughs> this is proof that what we'll be saying that <laughs> it may not seem like it, but the people in power in the Western world in particular, they view black people as proverbial gods on the planet. Yeah. So he's got he's in his God state right this there. This is God status. That's messed up, Sassy Shante. When we had uh, uh, what's his name, Grant Hill, stuck oh, yeah. up there, yeah, you he was talking, fine with it. You could you kept kept fawning over the man. He was willing to you were willing to risk it all. 
George, they're going to give that dude Yahoo. the Yahoo treatment. <laughs> Yahoo chat treatment. <laughs> they, they said they was going to come back, but it never did. Don't hold your breath. Hey, don't hold your breath. I, they don't gave him multiple chances, though, George. I mean, damn. And when he said he no, coming he back. No, he another one. And when he said sure. he coming back, he coming back. Another thing Trevor pointed out was when he went to his, uh, his Wikipedia to try to look up the viewership. Now, maybe this is just on the Wikipedia, but it doesn't show No, I typed it in, and it kept giving me the Wikipedia. So they never was able to get it. Charlemagne's personality ruins it. Okay, so you would give the brother a shot if, <laughs> well, if he did if he had a better personality. Well, that's you, not you okay with the bleaching of the skin. His personality is what made him, ain't it? His personality yeah. being a shock jock is what gained him a very large audience. I think his, I think because what happened with Jessica Reed, his personality is no longer allowed. Yeah, allowed. And you can say that about or society. viewed as being uh, attractive for them. Well, you can say that about society in general. There's just a lot of things in the last five years that's just it's, it's, culture has changed. That's why it's such a culture war right now in politics, society, everywhere, internationally. It's, it's a gigantic culture war going on. It's a constant split in every country almost. But yeah, uh, let's move forward. I, I, this is the show I remember. I wonder if y'all remember this show, Uncommon Sense with Charlemagne. This show is from back in, I think it was 2015, 2016. Was it on MTV? Uh, I don't know. I think so. All his shows was on. I MTV. don't remember it, but I remember this show here. So I find. Let me stop. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think it was MTV. And then, if you go through all the TV shows he's been on, this is <laughs> Charlemagne and Friends. Remember that from 2013? I don't remember that one. Like they keep giving him TV shows as a host of a uh, panels and all type of stuff, and it just it just won't pop. But I didn't really start being on YouTube to around 2015. Oh yeah, well, I was late to the party. Y'all, yeah, y'all gotta remember Travis. <laughs> I didn't experience the gender wars, the all that. But I don't know anything about that. The great wars I, of black, to that. of black YouTube, the great wars. Yeah, like I didn't, I didn't go through any of those battles or experiences, <laughs> so I can always be neutral in the situation. What you mean? I can too. You can't be because you biased. When am I biased? And get quiet, and you can't answer the questions. No, I can answer the question. Answer. I'm just gonna let you dig yourself in a hole, and then when you do something, I bring it up. <laughs> okay, that's what I do. All right, but another another reason that's possible why these shows were canceled is because there's a writer's strike. And I'm glad they brought up the the girlfriends. That's the reason why they didn't have a series finale back then when it was on the WB because a strike. the writer's strike was going on in like 2000 and what? It's a Six, strike every couple seven, of years. Five? Yeah, I think so. It's a strike every couple of years because the writers be getting teated a little bit. And what I did, what I thought was tasteless was one of the writers. She had a sign that says, why is my ass fatter than my paycheck? Come on. We have to be a little bit serious. Do you see it? Do you, do you see that? Yeah. I didn't see her ass because it's kind of go down a little bit. See, you can't see it because she's blocking it. Well, I mean, she said, why is her ass fatter than her paycheck? Well, if you're going to say that. You got to show us that it's fatter than your paycheck. You show us show that in your paycheck. Show us that in the paycheck. You got to let us see both. So we can if the paycheck is fat and, a, you know, and that is fat, then. We might agree that you need a raise. Wifey material. <laughs> Oh, now the white material. You bring something. You bring something to the table. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, some creators in Hollywood shift towards streaming. That's stick though. Has helped improve representation in writers' room and on screens, but too often at the expense of good pay and job stability. So we we talked about this strike that's been going on for a while now. But yeah, they about, like you said, uh, they about to get rid of them. AI yeah. about to get rid of them. I'm gonna say that they got a few more weeks before they they they, they start turning on them AI machines. Oh, the shows are going to. 
uh, get canceled or no, they just gonna go to AI and say, finish out the season. This is what's going on. Give us a story. Boom. And yeah. they gonna give they gonna give you a pilot. See how it stands. If it do well, these writers are gone. <laughs> but you know what that does? It takes away the soul out of things. Ain't no soul left in anything anyway, entertainment wise anyway. So our people. Yeah, some people are here people. zombies of, walking around soulless. Yeah, a lot of zombies walking around. That's true. All right, it's not just the homeless and the drug addicts that are zombies. <laughs> All right, enough dancing on Jaw Charlemagne's show grave. Yeah, we pissing on it like uh, what's that movie? What? Tales from the Hood. Oh yeah. All right. <laughs> what the fuck? Hope you don't come up through the grave. <laughs> All right, Timberland Hatch's AI startup that will give music stars like Biggie life after death. I'm not going to read this article. What do you think of Timberland trying to uh, profit off of? Yeah, he profited off of. He mentions how it's cheaper to do it this way. Uh, artists can simply hear it before they can just see how their voices just sound yeah. without even having even to do a collab with one another. And then you could bring back a dead artist. Make a song for them, and then they their, their estate can approve it or not. So that's once again soulless music. It, it's it, music already don't sound the same because of the the beats they use. They're not using live instruments anymore. So oh, yeah. yeah. All right, let me uh, hold on. Keep trashing the music. <laughs> All right, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. I don't. Another thing he said in this as well. Um, Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Grammy Morini. He said something else that I found interesting. Um, Why are y'all so quiet in the comment section today? <laughs> Is it? No, they're quiet. <laughs> All right, anyway. Um, racist threats against black students at California high school invokes fear in parents. We don't feel safe. <laughs> they don't invoke enough fear in you to take them out of school and homeschool their ass. She said, I don't know how Sashi Shante said, I don't know how I feel about lazy musician Music, creation. Uh, creation. I mean, some of be sounding I ain't gonna lie, some of them sound what good. What sound good? Everything Kanye West on? Am I lying? I can't I can't lie. <laughs> Everything Everything Kanye- that they put Kanye West on as far as AI with any genre of music. Sounds good. It sounded like he could have did it. Nothing was bad. Nothing. Like Nothing. Everything was, you could think of. He did that. Somebody it was like he was know. trying to get, I got your moment. You couldn't get one. <laughs> sound like, damn. <laughs> can he make a bad song? Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty good. But yeah, uh, said one parent, uh, we don't feel safe, said one parent at a student attending Western High School in Anaheim, California. Parents of black students in the high school in California worried for their children's safety after the threat was made on Instagram earlier this month. The parents told NBC News that they had little detail regarding the involved an incident involving a threat made against black students who uh, attended Western High School in Anaheim and are unsatisfied with a response from school staff. Are they able to have a group of black fathers go out to the school like that one group did? I remember, yeah, I'm talking about. I think that was in uh, patrol. That, but that the, the black fathers that did what you're talking about, I think that was in Texas, somewhere, somewhere, and they went there not because of threats against the students from somebody, but because the students they said. The presence of fathers made the students pay more attention in class. Yep. They more comfortable walking through the halls and all that type of stuff. What up, hey, y'all, what up, mystery man. man? How you doing, mystery man? So yeah, that was it. More could fun. be, this, but the presence of fathers also it it makes it uh, security, safety as well. Well, yeah, 
Yeah. Um, so yeah, but that wasn't because of a threat. They just they were more proactive. Well, if you're so worried about your kids, take their ass out of school and homeschool them. At this point, is school even safe? We we talked about it um, the last couple of weeks now. Is school really safe? It's not. Environment? Is it conducive to a, a child that's actually going to be able to actually learn something from it, or is it just a distraction completely at this point? It's a distraction. Yeah. Indoctrination. Yeah. It, when we, it's, been, it's been. It's even worse now because all the things they're pushing that they weren't pushing back then. Well, they kind of were pushing it back then. Just we in didn't a have way. no uh, drag queens come to kindergarten classes. No. Reading uh, books, story, storytelling. We didn't have that going on. I'm pretty sure it was going on somewhere. It was going on somewhere. As bad as those kids was, they probably would have snatched a wig. <laughs> so the drag queen would have been fighting a five-year-old. <laughs> the first time I've seen some crazy <laughs> shit on in schools. Missouri teacher says N-word in class, I mean, says N-word in class gets placed on leave. Um, Audio of a teacher twice saying the N-word in, was initially posted to Snapchat. Oh, look at that. Uh, Shante said, we homeschool. My five-year-old is reading and my two-year-old is counting. See? That's great. That's excellence. That's black excellence. <laughs> All right, let me play this video of this teacher in his school saying the uh, N-word. I don't like the word at all. But it, 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 I don't know, it feels like when when a black person is using it towards another black person, it's the same. How is it not still a derogatory like word? Derogatory, but you don't say it. I, don't, I don't know, I don't get it. I mean, I kind of... So how does that... Right, but... Are you, and is the word nigger not allowed to... Say right now, as a teacher, if you want to keep your job, this isn't the first. I'm not, I'm not calling anyone. No, no, I understand. I can say the word. It's not. Mrs. Bowling. Mrs. Bowling. What do you think? <laughs> the teacher having a dialogue. Well, this is not the first time a teacher had a dialogue. This happened, what, a couple months ago? There was a white male teacher that did the same thing. He was saying, uh, why why can't I say the say nigger? And that's actually a serious question. Hold on, let me uh there was a situation that happened. This situation was George, t- it's like the episode of the boondocks. Oh yeah. <laughs> but he <laughs> That was that was funny though. I can't can't lie to me. I didn't really watch the boondocks though. I'm said I live in uh southeast Washington DC I teachers always saying little niggas. Damn, and y'all don't do nothing? Riley Wood Brent. You said the black teachers. Riley Wood Brent. Travis dot dot dot. Look at this. The View host, a co-host, Whoopi Goldberg and Joy Hard defend Missouri math teacher who resigned after student recording an N-word in class discussion. He was trying to have a teachable moment. He was trying to have a teachable moment. That's what they're saying. Glendale High he School. He was trying Joe. to find a way to... Say the East word. Uh, Eastwood is in the house. If you don't watch the Boondocks, you're not black. Well, <laughs> I didn't watch the Boondocks, so, and I'm black. <laughs> Glendale High School teacher Kenneth Bowling reportedly used an offensive remark repeatedly while discussing who can and cannot use the word. A 15-year-old student identified as Mary Walton started recording a video as a cl- uh, classmate confronted the teacher. Walton received a three-day suspension and a teacher resigned. 
Why would oh, you... so the teacher resigned before they were fired so they can go get another job. Exactly. And another thing, that the, uh, the person who recorded it was suspended. Now, I guess they were suspended because they're not supposed to have a phone, which is... Did, did, that's keep, that keeps being the thing is students having phones in their classroom. And we're going to talk about that later, how that's become a big deal in schools, how these, these teachers every week are having to get out of Fight for their life. <laughs> fighting for their life over those cell phones. <laughs> uh <laughs> Mary Walsh said the teacher cell phones. Mary Walsh said the teacher used the slur multiple times before she started recording. Okay, and she's a white girl too that recorded it, right? I don't, I don't know. Maybe she's Mexican. I don't Sassy Shantae, the takeaway: take it too far. Why they want to say it so bad? I always say that. What what is about what is it about the N word that they because say they it? don't like that idea that black people get to do something that they don't get to do. See. See, people, when you eat oatmeal cookies, <laughs> when you put equal in your Kool-Aid and you don't watch the boondocks, black not in you, clearly oatmeal cookies with raisins has no soul. <laughs> she, was, she was correct. They, she was correct. Oh, no, no, no. Not, not, not North, not, uh, not North Virginia <laughs> reading, <laughs> not enunciation. <laughs> Ain't that what you said last week? Sassy. <laughs> But okay, you don't make mistakes. <laughs> this teachable moment <laughs> the teacher tried to have. What would be your reaction if your your child came home and told you that the teacher was trying to have a dialogue about the N word? Would you just be like ignore them? Would you actually want to confront the teacher? Would you go to the school or would you? How would you handle it? I would go to the school and just ask one be fired. Simple as that. No, he don't got to be fired. What's he gonna do then? He gonna put hands on him. He ain't like that. Like George, you. nigga shook. <laughs> Sasha Chante, I put autocorrect. No, iPhone autocorrect. <laughs> it's a mobile, I told you. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> All right, we're going to go back to an old story that's gotten some new details. I'm not staying on it long. Tennessee cop gone wild. Megan gone wild. <laughs> Megan Love it. Gone wild. Megan Hall had, 27 had a fetish for black men, badgered colleagues for sex, and told one he must be gay rejecting to her advances fired officer claims or standards is that <laughs> it's standards it be standards so now she tried to sue because she was um pressured and um what's the other word she was pressured to being a hoe she said she was being groomed and pressured oh. by the sergeant and all that stuff and harassed yeah and now it's coming they said look oh you asked for it we actually had to turn you down i'm the one who ended the relationship and um <laughs> this story just keep getting we all I know. would love to see what Travis would do if he found out the teacher that said the N word was Jacob. Just because you scared everybody don't mean I am. Cow going while Megan Hall had a fetish for black men and told a police colleague he must be homosexual for spurring her sexual um, advances, according to court filings obtained exclusively by Daily Mail. Or he just didn't find her attractive. Hall 27 was booted from LaVerge. Uh, police department in rural Tennessee in January after an eternal probe revealed her raunchy romps with six male officers. We know the story. We know how it went. So now she's been sued back. This is just a, this is just going back and forth. People trying to prove they innocent in the situation. Yeah, that man said he going to get his money. <laughs> what man? The the dude in the article, the police officer, he's suing for 50000 per that's, case. Yeah, that's a starter amount you have to sue. Yeah. You can go for more. Yeah, he's suing per, uh, what he's suing for, $50,000. <laughs> Everybody, what's going on? He with said it? he kept rejecting her over and over. No, no thank you. 
I'm good. I got a wife at home. And she kept saying, please, just let me. And he felt so pressured, you know. Oh, now he's an innocent. Long days at work. And then, you know, he started having his wife probably with, with his wife. And then he was like, I need release. <laughs> and then he just, you know, let her do what she do. Oh, Lord. Dick Cutler is bigger than Rock Lesnar. You getting served, Travis. Because I'm about to make blueberry oatmeal cookies, by the way, G-Dub. Any issues with that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Man, that sounds really good. The bigger they are, bigger they, uh, bigger look, they look, are. Look, she won't break raisin oatmeal. She said blueberry. Bigger they are, harder they fall, George. Is um, it dried blueberries or fresh blueberries or frozen? Man who witnessed George Floyd murder by police suing Minneapolis officers over action. Another lawsuit. One of the most uh, vocal bodies of the Minneapolis police officer murdered George Floyd but the city alleged that he was assaulted and suffering emotional distress as he witnessed the handcuffed black man beg for his life, go limp, and stop breathing. Donald Williams of Minneapolis filed the lawsuit Tuesday in Hempen County District Court, while now ex-officer Derek Chauvin kneeled on uh, Floyd's neck on May 25th. We know, we know, we know. The lawsuit also, also alleges that Chauvin, another now former officer, uh, taunted Floyd William Floyd uh, Williams and uh, other bystanders who expressed concern and that uh, that Thou placed his hands on Williams' chest. Williams took those actions as a threat, and then the lawsuit says he felt fearful for his life, safety, <laughs> and the safety of other bystanders. You gonna read more in the article, or can we go ahead? Go ahead. That's some bullshit. <laughs> hey, hold on. Let the he's brother a, get his money. He's a martial art artist. He okay. fights. So how Whoa. he fucking scared for his life? Just because I know how to fight don't mean I don't feel threatened. He said not scared. He said threatened. So he's suing because of the distress of and the threat. That brutal, That's that, some bullshit. He's just trying to get some money. Oh. How many? This was three, two years, three years ago. And this took. Hold on, hold on. Let's be honest. You telling me post traumatic? Hold stress? on. See, I'm going. I'm going. You telling me if you're going down the street right now, that street right there, and you see somebody die, that ain't gonna affect you. We're not talking about you. You see a dead body. You see someone die, that's gonna affect you. I'm never gonna forget it, but I'm not exactly. gonna file a lawsuit saying I seen a dead person. Well, it wasn't just a random person. A cop did it. A, per, a public service. Now, every time I see a cop, I could be in fear that they might just want to. <laughs> Go ahead, be his lawyer. Get that. Get that bag for him. He's gonna get his money regardless, more than likely. Because Minneapolis trying to get away from this story, but they just giving anybody who just throwing money at anybody who wants just to get rid anybody of this story. agree with that story that he should get. Uh, Y'all agree that he should be suing for money for pain and suffering and distress, post traumatic stress. He was threatened for his life, even though he's a fighter. What What does him being able to defend himself got to do with him feeling threatened that he may need to defend himself? Travis love raisins. <laughs> she says she's making it with fresh blueberries. <laughs> Travis is an honorary white. <laughs> you keep reading like it's a regular comment. Just keep it going. <laughs> uh, All right. Let the man get his money, man. All right. I'm sorry, y'all. Let me go here. Hold on. Oh, good. Nikki Haley. Nikki Haley calls for a New York governor to pardon Daniel Penny Not, in Jordan Neely's subway case. She was just uh, showing off of her, her black son-in-law a month or two ago. And what they got to do with this case? Because how can you how can you say a white man that killed this black man should be pardoned and then you showing off your black son-in-law that you love so much? What if he was on that train so, acting erratic? He said one can exist without the other. These, these two things don't have to connect. Travis don't want black folks 
Just honestly deserve the bread to get the bread. <laughs> he honestly deserves to get the bread. <laughs> Nikki, Nikki disgusting. <laughs> you would know. Oh man. Uh, but the bigger story how they support their own. They do. Legal fund for accused NYC subway choker Daniel Penny tops two million. Two million with Kid Rock chipping in. That's I'll, more than enough for a legal defense. Way more. He could take that money after he win and just. It, first they say he was homeless. It. I just said he in college trying to get a uh, a degree. He's like, a wait. homeless college student <laughs> trying to get a degree. George, sound familiar? <laughs> but yeah, two million. This Keeper's in the house. Oh, uh, what up, Keeper? <laughs> I always ask the question. Every time one of these situations happens, there's some white vigilante or white person who, by uh, certain forms of media, are kind of trying to make them the victim in the situation. Why is it when they get a GoFundMe, it go up quick, very quick, and it gets a lot of support? But something happens to. A, remember when that black police officer in Louisiana, the woman, she came out and was against something that happened. I think it was either. Uh, the dude who was killed in Louisiana. It was one of those cases that happened. And the black female police officer from Louisiana came out and supported and said, this is that, wrong. Police officer need change. And nothing. It's crazy how we talk about Dan, Daniel Penny did keep a pop for the comment section. She had to defend him. Oh, Lord, here you go. Keep a here to defend Dan, uh, Dan, Daniel Penny. But she yeah. popped up immediately. But yeah, she didn't get the support and she kind of had to fold at some point because she got suspended uh-huh. and all this other stuff. Then the black officer, the black dude from uh, Atlanta, and his car. Remember, he was trying to defend. Mm-hmm. Said these cops need to do better. And yeah. boom, the, you remember? Uh, you remember the bigger one, the bl- the black female police officer that went against her. Uh, this one time, oh, okay, okay, and Louisiana. And she didn't get really nothing. Didn't no no real monetary support. Like, George, she knew she gonna get suspended. She knew it, and she did. George Kid Rock, the South will rise again. Crab cakes. Any crazy how the Chris, max? Any crazy how Kid Rock went from? He used to do hip hop. Yeah, right. Yeah, I know. I saw. And he was he dated black people. PWT, come on, Regina. <laughs> your Travis be PWT, getting stuck on your uh, <laughs> Kid Rock. Wow, that dude, the cop that killed Mike Brown, plus Trayvon Martin killed got exactly. They let you know who they love. Black folks get no love unless you Kanye. What? <laughs> I think they meant white people support Kanye. Well, white people support Kanye because Kanye says outlandish things that they. To get a bag. Support. Yeah, he said to get money, so. Sometimes he said to get a bag. We don't know which ones is which, but we just know he do something. Yeah, does he have the blonde hair or the black hair when he's saying it? <laughs> but yeah, so. it, when Negroes do something and need some need some monetary support, it's it's a couple of dollars get put in that GoFundMe here and there, but it ain't this. Although, in my line, because Tariq Nasheed just raised well, a million. Well, blame, uh, blame that on the racial wealth gap. Oh, we don't we have go. money like that. We I don't have we generational a, wealth to I, just, you know, donate. I thought we had a trillion dollars of spending power. We have a light bill due. <laughs> All right. Rent due. All right. Phone bill. Talk about revenge and she's talking about reparations and stuff. Look, look, Regina, a black woman must have broke Kid Rock soulless heart. Yeah, I think so, Regina. I'm pretty sure he was he did uh, a few black women. Only Tether Umar gets money. He's on he's half Tether. Hold on, Tariq got money too. He got a meal. He get what do you mean? Yeah, Tariq be asking people to donate for his. He just don't say it three times to fund for his films and stuff. He just don't say it three times. <laughs> See, fucking Travis, fucking donations. You own <laughs> disciple. <laughs> All right, video show Street Justice met these members of the Cabo Six and Green. Hold on, 
See, that's what they do in the Carolinas. Street justice. <laughs> what you mean? Street justice. I don't think that's why they did it, honestly. Why do you think they did it? I think it's another reason. I think they just at the club ended up getting in a fight. Oh, they were just intoxicated <laughs> and they felt like throwing some bows and they saw them and they just attacked them. Yeah, I don't I don't know if it really has something to do with what allegedly happened down in uh, Mexico. Let me show the video Tariq here. Tariq don't live and die on donations like Omar do. Yes, he do. How you get that meal then? <laughs> How would he have got the museum if he didn't get donations? How would, would he got those three, four films he did without donations? I mean, I'm just saying. I'm not against it. If you people want to donate to a cause they believe in, I have no problem with it. Do some research, George. <laughs> All right, let me show this little clip. I don't think I need to show them. You don't. It's, too, it's you know, we don't want to show ratchet behavior. <laughs> what? It's ratchet behavior. Everybody like a little ratchet. Umar don't <laughs> got no buildings. You're right. He got campuses. Oh, at least one. Uh, he don't have a building. He has a campus. The way they... Look at how they started this article. I'm not... <laughs> look how they started this article. I know. I love it. They they wrote it how you would say it. Chow. Not Said that one. So. I like the other one. When the, the one that's coming up about whooping ass... <laughs> That's, they said it how you would say it. So allegedly, the, the people who were down in Mexico and led to the death of uh, Shaquilla Robinson, um, they believe. Still an open case. It's, is it? That's it's still close at this point. They're saying that those same women are now getting beaten up um, on the that streets. They should get their ass whooped, too. I think they was in a fight, too. Look at Gerald. I got some tea. <laughs> I guess that's the dude who run the uh, NC beat. And, um... <laughs> The Capitol killers got beat. Justice for Shaquilla. My friends went out to the club last night and spotted a few of the killers from the video. I do see Winter and Flo. Uh, the girls from Shaquilla case were spotted out and about at the club last night in the Greensboro. They got their ass beat. The video is Winter, Donovan, and the White. Uh, how can y'all be bold enough to go back out living your life? What the fuck? Well, that's what I would say. This is a ritual. And even if it's... You know, I think y'all have some sense to, you know, be somewhat discreet about where you go and not. Unless you, like, unless you feel like you're innocent. Judging from what we saw, they were not innocent. I don't know. No building still under construction. Asked Umar when his fucking donations went to the metaverse. Online school. Okay. Fuck out of here. <laughs> Uh, bring they, they were safe in Greensboro. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Bring it out of the Winston. Greensboro did okay the taking a step forward, but they didn't beat down the right people good enough. Let me catch one of those motherfuckers out here. <laughs> out the way. It's on site. No tongue wrestling involved. Tongue wrestling, no talking. No, no talking. No tongue wrestling. <laughs> That's a good one. The, video, the video's all over the place. You can't see much of nothing. They had one job and failed completely. Yeah, um, they could have did better. You cannot tell me these women are not men. Did you see how the man was uh, having a problem handling? <laughs> okay. The cobble six. Uh, the person did, did, did a bad job. But yeah, anyway, street justice. You support Poor Shaquilla Robinson. Now, hold on. Do we support vigilantism or not? See, I knew you. I, I knew you had this up your sleeve. Hey, how I'm did saying, I know? Um, we saw what happened. Okay, but did they kill anybody? Should they have? No, I can't say so you don't that. Believe I'm not the judge. So you don't believe in vigilance? You just don't think you should do it? You should let them, let the courts handle it? I think you should let the courts handle it, but if you, 
Hey, in Seattle, they have a combat law. You can literally challenge somebody uh, to combat on the street. What's it called? Um, mutual combat. Yeah, right? you could say, hey, if there's a problem, like, you want to fight? fight? You, yes, and then you will. You go do what you got to do. <laughs> what's that dude name? There was a guy from uh, what's his name? The superhero, the Washington superhero. God damn it! What was his? He's name? a black dude. He was a black dude. Regina, do you know the Washington, the Seattle dude that runs around and, and pretends like he's a superhero? He's a wasn't he an MA fighter? A USC fighter, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eastwood, too bad we don't have the energy for white people. Exactly, that's my point. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I support justice, even if it's just us. I'm gonna say this: Hold Is on. it bad that we hold white people, uphold black people, more accountable, and no. we're willing to attack them? That's not a problem. I always say, if you're gonna do it to your own, you gotta do it twice as much to others. So George Zimmerman been walking around and no, nobody ain't put hands on him. All those officers and all those—I mean, a lot of that stuff still going on. So it is what it Eastwood, is. Eastwood, you asking Travis to go against his own kind? <laughs> George. If that's what you believe, George. Uh, Kayla, shout out to Kayla. Oh, what up, what up? The the world is crazy and full of psychos. Yeah. Tifa said that. She said somebody tried to light her ass on fire with a torchlight. Yeah, I don't I'm glad she survived that. There's some crazy stuff going on. I think I might know what to, what to do, but no name. Yeah, I forgot <laughs> his name. He was a... Now, he ain't up being a drug smuggler. <laughs> he used to be... That uh, was his super his superhero powers. <laughs> he was a villain and a superhero. <laughs> I forgot his name. Look at look at Washington superhero. Hold on, y'all. His name was uh Phoenix Jones. Yeah, Phoenix Jones. That his, was name his name is Phoenix Jones. Yeah, Phoenix Jones he used to go walk around the outfit like was yellow and black. And you know <laughs> <laughs> he was yeah, in the, the UFC. The pink toes. But he ended up getting arrested for drug dealing drug. I think it was meth, amphetamine. It's Seattle. Yeah. I wouldn't expect for it to be crack. So I was at the UFC and being a superhero wasn't paying enough, so Hey. He had to be the villain too. <laughs> he yeah. said, "I don't know. I don't know how the other superheroes get their money, but this how I get mine." <laughs> hey, every man for how himself. you gonna be a superhero, but then you harm the community? He hey, said, hey, I'm fixing the problem I created. <laughs> they all do it, so whatever. But yeah, um, what? Okay, Phoenix Jones, a superhero drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. Hey, he was a very um, what do they call it? Distinguished man. He had yes. a lot of he had a lot of hidden talents. <laughs> Slinging your dope uh, and slinging people <laughs> around in dope, but yeah, he had a, that was a shout fight. out to Derek Dre, uh, Dre Dre Deakin. What up, man? What's good, y'all? Wasn't it Tyrone smashing your wife? Long, <laughs> oh, yeah, Tyrone. No, 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 that wasn't him. It was Phoenix Jones. So I remember Tyrone too. I'm Tyrone. <laughs> you remember him? The no, you don't remember him? Uh-uh. He was a big brolic dude. And he, used to, he was doing skits. He would go around and say, I'm Tyrone. And I'm going to your wife. Long dick style. Damn. <laughs> so he would just walk up to random people and say that she was crazy. Yeah, you said it right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, let me show this part. I want to talk about, um, about going to the main topic of this episode, which is going to be the culture. Um, we're going to talk about some things. We're going to want y'all to give y'all opinion on in the in the Here chat, we if you will. We have, this, we have this same, we have this discussion like five times. Travis don't watch real black skits or shows. <laughs> All right. You're a skit. So I saw this right here. Somebody posted this and it says, uh, at my dentist's office. And this was the first thing I noticed. Definitely jumped for joy. So this person was happy that they saw this. Um, no bonnets, no house shoes, no pajama bottom. Ain't that, a, ain't that the same thing Monique said like a year ago about you going to the airport traveling Look decent when you come out of the house and not have on bonnets. 
Oh, okay. House shoes, pajamas. Now this goes into the respectability politics. The, exactly. Now is that something we want to support? What you support as far as what? Because back in the day, a lot of black men and women you saw black men walk around in three piece suits twenty four seven to gain a certain level of esteem in society. I don't Did that think work? nobody. I don't think nobody's asking for anybody to walk around in three piece suits. I think we're simply asked that you look decent when you come out of the house and not look like you rolled out of the bed and just went out the door. But what's, when does something go from being a cultural thing to being degenerate? That's a cultural thing. Walking around looking like you just got out of bed. I, I uh, walking around like you go in your night clothes all day. I'm just saying, I mean, there was a school in Texas that banned it too. The principal banned it from happening. They said, how you look in public is a representation not just a view. We don't like to say this. When you uh, when you go out in public, you're representing your family. But when you when you go out in public around other races, you're also representing your race. You're you're the image. Yes. So when you walk <laughs> when you walk into a school or a dentist's office with a bonnet or a do rag, with house shoes on and pajamas, you do look a little. It's, it's not. It's a representation. It's not professional. Hey, I, I can't be mad at that post. I agree with the sign. We have to dress for combat when we are in a race for. Hey, I agree. I actually ain't mad at this. First live I've been on y'all. Oh, that's good. What's up, man? Combat doesn't mean all physical. It's a spiritual to me, it war. Means too. Physical. It's a spiritual war. It's a physical war. And it's a social. It's not a social. Cultural war. True. Like I said, it's, it's a battle on what is our what is we going to continue to and do? It's not just that. Walking around, sagging, pants, half off your ass. I agree. That's another thing. Do-rags, too. Let me say this. Now, I grew up in an environment where this is this is not a positive thing, but what I grew up in an environment where dudes will walk around with their pants sagging on the corner, and then when the cops come and chase them, your pants sagging. So, you get, you, you get so I know it's not a positive thing. Reason to not say. But you're saying if you had your if you had your pants up, you get away. If you had your britches pulled up, the britches, you would get away. Possibly. Yeah, possibly because some of them cops was some of them stars. <laughs> some of them was donut eating. Yeah, some of them they just ain't chasing. That, that was back in the day. Man. This is the early two thousand when cops didn't chase you. They didn't shoot you as often in the public in front of people, but they didn't chase you either. They would just kind of go, "All right, you got away this time." Yeah. So. We'll let them continue dressing the way that way. One third. One third. I, it's going to happen. True. We can't control it. So many wars, y'all. Keep God first. That's absolutely true. Exactly. All right. So the next part of the culture we're going to talk about, and this is the one. We just played a song to start the show since we talked about Raise Up a Child. The, uh, the original and uh, the what? The, the stair steppers? Yeah. The, uh, the, the five, five stair, stair steppers, steppers and Tupac. That's what he sampled the song from. So it's Tupac Shakur to be honored with a street name in California. A stretch of street where Shakur once lived Shout in out, Oakland. Shout out to Brilliantly Flawed. Oh, what up, what up? Peace to the gods and goddesses. It says, um, <clears throat> Tupac Shakur to be honored with a street name in California. A stretch of street where Shakur once lived in Oakland will keep its existing name, but also get an additional honorary name, Tupac Shakur away. He was born in Harlem, New York. So, yeah, he was born in... But he, and he, he rep, went to Baltimore? He repped Cali, though. He repped he rep the West. All right, so this one, man, I I love Tupac's music. I love his music, most of it at least. But I'm asked the question: At what point do we look at him and say, was he a positive image for young black people? Some of the songs that he did show. No, no, I'm positivity. not talking about the songs. See, that's what we got to separate the artist. You're talking from the about artist. the his personal life, what he did in public, how he carried himself. 
called him constantly referred to himself a part of thug life. He was an agent of chaos. That too. But is should Tupac be held in such high reverence that he is now? In no, the black he community? wasn't George. The screed is fine, but enough of the symbolism. What about reparations check? Names Tupac. <laughs> Tupac. Tupac, Tupac reparations. And he was on the deep. Oh, George. <laughs> <laughs> he was on the down low. Control opposition. That. So Tupac said a lot of profound things. I watched a lot of his interviews. He said a lot of profound things. But some of the actions, some of his actions did not meet with the things he said. And some of True. his actions did. But um, I feel like them constantly rehashing Tupac and the image of the black thug. Oh, sorry, I said the conscious thug. That image he was is... What, uh, that's what Nipsey Hussle was trying to be. When they kind of they kind of try to make him, that. and he couldn't be that. And no offense, but no one a, knew no one knew who the hell Nipsey. He's not even was. a tether. He is uh, uh, East African. No one knew who he was. God, Tupac was a character. I agree. He was an actor. Tupac got. <laughs> oh, now that's a rumor. Mystery we, man. We're not doing rumors. Man. Mystery. Allegedly, Tupac <laughs> got raped in prison. <laughs> what up, Brilliant Lee? Uh, what up, Regina? Tupac Hill Prison Act. There y'all go. <laughs> so I, when we talk about what our culture is right now, Tupac is one of that at the forefront, at the forefront, at the forefront of an as an image, especially for the young black male, and even as a as a desired mate for the young black women. Like people always say this stuff about how some black women like the thug; they want to date the thugs. Well. Tupac might be one of the reasons why that is. Once again, because he seemed conscious, he seemed intelligent, he made good music, but he also was a guy who connected himself to gangs and was seen as violent. Or was that is that violence or protection? Yeah. So I think that confuses a lot of the younger women when they see a guy like that. So that image is destructive on both sides. What up, G? Come on, Travis. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna continue this. No, Tupac is. Tyler Perry. Tyler Perry character before Tyler Perry got popular. You know, it's funny because a lot of his characters do have that. What's his name? Uh, Shamar, Shamar Moore. Tupac was an MK Ultra asset. That's what he was. <laughs> Point blank period. Agent of chaos. Meant to distract black folks. Oh, yeah. Okay. George, don't be. F- <laughs> I'm, not even re- I'm not reading that. Don't be fooled. Yo I'm not reading that. No. If it's a typo in it, I ain't reading it. I'm not doing it no more. I told you to check your fucking phone before you type stuff, George. I ain't doing it no more. Tupac was a black... Tupac was black male masculinity and hip-hop, which we lack in our culture. Was he? Was he positive black male uh, masculinity? He didn't say positive. Well, he, he didn't, I agree. He didn't say positive. But it, he just said male masculinity. I guess you could say he was a form of it, but I don't, was he a positive form of it? I think there were some things that he said was positive, but something his actions that too. he did, like you said, didn't match up to what what he rapped about didn't match up to what he did in real life. Not all the time. Sometimes Not all the did, time. Yeah. Next up, we're talking about the kids. Durham, North Carolina Hillside High School gym teacher gets assaulted by a student. I'm not going to read through the article. I'm just letting just pay attention how this keeps happening. Go ahead. <laughs> Ask Jada. Mr. Man, <laughs> so you, you can't show real black man love, you sell out? How am I sell out? <laughs> he was a balanced form of it. Um, You're going to read my hit. 
And I love, and it. love it. I don't know if I can say he was a balanced form of Eastwood. I think he leaned into, like a lot of people think that when you see a dude who's hyper um, aggressive and all this type of stuff, they consider that to be a hyper form of masculinity. I think that's a lack of masculinity, being hyper emotional, hyper quick to react. Um, I don't, I couldn't, I couldn't say, I can't say he's, he's balanced. Why you got to throw sassy Shantae under the bus? <laughs> we already had this discussion early in the chat, George. <laughs> I got on her too. I said that North, that North Virginia education that y'all bragged about, Baltimore education, what's going on? <laughs> and she said, hey, it's the iPhone. I have it on autocorrect. I told you. I told you. All I right. said, okay. So back to this. Durham, North Carolina Hillside <laughs> High School gym teacher gets assaulted by a student. I'm not going to show the video. It shows this lady getting beaten by a student. Well, this is happening. Yes, Travis is hyper-emotional. No, I'm hyper-passionate, nigga. It's a difference. <laughs> it seems like this is becoming a normal thing with these students putting hands on teachers. And then another time it happened, student pushes teacher in face over cell phone. So what is going on where these students in school feel confident enough to put their hands on a teacher? I don't know. Oh, sorry, sorry. sorry. I get wrapped up in the comments. Repeat it again. I apologize. See, see, I'll be trying to read your comments and I'll be focused and trying to listen to Duke and do be over here catching little attitudes. But y'all don't y'all don't see that though. You're hyper fruity. <laughs> 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 Fuck you, George. <laughs> really, G dub? See? See, even even she feel that way. Eastwood said, like I said. <laughs> He was he was a balanced form of it, like most of us. That's pretty much what he said. Okay, we could agree to disagree. There is there's a distinct difference. You fucking Umar. <laughs> See. Wow. Yeah, you better apologize. The student beatdowns is a setup for teachers being armed to eliminate the threat. The threat equals black kids. And the, hey, that the, sounds that's plausible. But a, the point I'm making is. What is going on in our culture where the kids feel comfortable putting hands on teachers? They don't, they don't re respect authority at all. Um, I think that we live in an era where the, the parents don't want people touching their kids. Well, we talked about that before. Yeah. So because they don't do, you know, you're not allowed to put your hands on the kids. Kids now feel like, Hey, so if you take something of mine, I have a right to take defend back. myself and, and take so it back. Do you believe that the lack of a threat of violence against kids creates disrespect? Is that the only yeah. way you can gain respect from kids is with the act with the threat of violence? Besides your father. And that's a threat of violence from, even from your father. Normally fathers don't really when they have that natural authority, they don't even really have to say mama's there's always mothers that too. Thin, mothers too. There's always that thin line of a threat. Even when your mama give you that look. Yeah, I was about to say that. Your father give you that look. It's like, come, do what I tell you to do. That's a threat of violence. See, I was good. I never got those looks. So because it's taken out of the schools, is that what's creating what we have now? Brilliantly flawed. Fuck them <laughs> kids. Y'all know they ain't learning shit. They don't respect family, <laughs> family and friends. Those single mothers raising kids. Damn. Uh, Mystery Man says somebody had to say it. So this is the social. This one, that's another thing I'm going to. We, in the song we talked about, a lot of this can come, like you said, that natural authority that man carries over his children. Is it because it's not in the house? Even though we see that that's in the household in some situations, and his kids still act out a certain way. Well, that's because somebody running the household. <laughs> Again, this is an article that is skewed. 
We have to see the entire story and get all the facts. I beat down a school bus driver for calling me a nigga. That's a difference, though. There's a difference in that. Social, social engineering is real as fuck, but black people know nothing about that. Mm-hmm. LOL, Brandly, just like the Kurt Franklin <laughs> meme. Yeah, Travis never get treated bad like real black folks. Hold on, that's not a good point, George. Uh, people since Travis don't watch the boondocks and give him a token pass. <laughs> okay, so now that, that leads up to our main point about the parents and their input. Well, to that, I, I, I was just a respectable kid, and my parents didn't have to give me that look. Steven Jackson calls out NBA hypocrisy after John Morant gun video. Make it make sense. So John Morant. $200 million athlete has his father in his life. I believe his mother's in his life too. I um, believe so. And look what he's doing. <laughs> well, he's riding around with his friends in his car. With guns. Flashing the gun. Now, now this is another thing to this. There should be nothing wrong with having a gun. There's nothing wrong with him showing a gun. But um, because of the black American culture and how it has been stereotyped. The image. This, yeah, and the image that the, and the stereotype of our culture Whenever you say young black male holding a gun, listening to hip hop, it's automatically attached to gang member, violent, uh, anti-social behavior type things. So having a gun is not bad. Listening to hip hop is not bad. But when a black young black male does it with a, with a group it, of other black males, it's automatically oh they're a little gang over there, gang affiliated. That's what they see. I remember when speaking of we talking about LeBron earlier. I remember when uh, Phil Jackson referred to his. Friends group, his business partners as click. So immediately the, the black image, particularly the young the young black male, is always this this double standard towards his actions. And is it our fault? Because the, the song he listened to. So who the, do we blame? I, I said uh, the family unit, the or the lack of it. Travis respect his white elders. We got white elders. I don't know. He fetches in raw cotton from the field with no gloves or knee pads. Should not punish for being a gun owner again. We're letting white daddy change the rules. That's what I'm saying. It's a double standard because I'm going to show his song. <laughs> it is him holding the weapon. And his friend tried to help him. When he immediately, uh, when his family, when his friend put the camera on him, he immediately started showing the gun. The friend took the camera away like, dang, chill. Then they show him standing on top of the car. It's just like, he's doing too much. Now, the funny part is with Stephen Jackson. I'm going to play this video by Stephen Jackson. What do you have to say? The mystery man. What's the big deal? He has a gun. Big deal. Eastwood, we have been punished if he was outside busting shots with his homies listening to Travi Tritt. What up, world? Oh, some quicks is left. A lot of y'all have comprehension. My brother died. I called, died to call my little nephew because my nephew wanted to be just like him. Jack called him, showed him some love. I want him to be like Ja, but I don't want my little nephew to be holding guns and thinking holding guns is cool. So Ja deserves all the punishment he's he's going to get, all that. He has to be held accountable. But we have to make it make sense. ESPN and, and it was a couple games where the Memphis Grizzlies was coming out and they playing these same songs, making the gun signs to the camera and marching out, getting ready to go play that game, and it was all cool. The NBA, every event, you have these same rappers Rapping these same lyrics about guns and shooting at all your events. Just make it make sense. 
That's all I'm saying. Yes, y'all need to be held accountable. Holding guns and all that is not cool. I don't do it. I don't stand for it. I don't, I don't su support it. But at the same time, make it make sense. That's all I'm saying. That's what I, Virginia just said. Go through them. How about blame the person making the choices? That's a Travis Track country singer. I'm sorry, man. But nigga retarded. <laughs> retarded action should not be acceptable. Y'all think in gun obsession in our NRA, um, NRA America, this would wouldn't even be an issue, brand or not. This is the NBA, NBA trying to take the position with gun control. All right, pause. Now that's my point. The NBA before every game, the Grizzlies, they will uh when they go out into the, to the court through the tunnel. They'll be doing these dances and stuff, listening to these songs, rapping these songs. Remember that thing that went viral? It's a, it's a parade in my city. That's from a rap song. Yeah. And the NBA used that to promote them. So what really is the point of making this a big deal that he's holding the gun? Once again, I still believe it's because the last incident that happened with him, when he allegedly pulled out a gun on a, was it a 16-year-old? And then that came out, nothing happened came from it. Then he tried to sue the dude for doing it. What is the gun about? As Eastwood said, he think it's them trying to take their position on gun control. I agree. But if you look here, this is a former NBA player, Chris Kamen. Let's see, going to show it or not. Let me. This is former. All guns is not cool. I hold a gin every day and <laughs> guns. I agree. Rationalize. Looks yourself right now. Um, or gun. These are pretty and on copy. I hold on. We good. You love yourself. Are you going to stream yard? At some point, we are going to go to stream yard. Yeah, just, <laughs> just pull through the Travis and get some fresh baked oatmeal cookies. Shout out to DJ D James. 
Oh, sorry, DJ. What up? What up? What up? Uh, here is the H town. This is this what's up, man? Let me host the show next. <laughs> All right, is we good now, y'all? Let us know if we good. Got to make sure we good before we continue. Peace will forever. Skin. <laughs> skin. <laughs> oh lord, he's I, fucking with the audio. Peace will forever. Trying to. <laughs> All right, it's better. All right. Okay. 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 Are better now. Okay. All right. Let's get back to it now. So this Chris situation, him having the guns, like you said, is it more about where he has the guns, being that he's indoors and at a shooting range? It's the look, the imagery, and the, how it's presented. The young black male in the car with a bunch of blonde, young black males in the hip hop, dancing around in the sun. That's what I was saying. Uh, the white guy, awesome hunter that likes to go out and hunt things and provide food for his family. Wonderful guy. And uh, some people try to make the argument. That John Morant is a star player. Is so, he giving us? If he is he giving us a place to go, a studio to go to, Mister Man? <laughs> three studio, one on Main Street, Seattle, Washington, two four three. What happened to the two A hypocrites supporting two A people? Uh, oh, but yeah, the image situation. Uh, some people are saying that Chris Kamen should not be compared to John Moran because John Moran's a superstar and Chris Kamen was a journeyman role player. So once again, we're saying we're judging it by their uh, status. Notoriety, I guess. Yeah. Like with Jonathan Majors and the other guy. Ezra Miller. Ezra Miller. Jonathan Majors is a big star. And well, Ezra Miller probably that's is bullshit. more famous than Jonathan Majors. That's not what they, some people say. <laughs> we'll let it go. <laughs> All right. Right, let's move on. Now, after they arrest it's the image, he gives off. Agreed. Now, after they arrested a bunch of black people throughout this country for weed, they are now legalizing it throughout the country, and now they got to deal with the fact that people are bringing up <laughs> that they arrested a bunch of people for weed. He's what I stand with John. <laughs> so I'm not gonna show this article. I'm just going. Which read article? This one here. The weed article. Yeah. There's some stuff in that article. I'm, I'm, no, you don't have to go through it. I, I know. I'm just gonna say she smoked weed legally, then gave birth. New York took her baby. Uh oh. Here this, we go. What image, Dre? <laughs> Eastwood said, "What image, Dre?" <laughs> yeah. Uh, same thing, Regina. At Eastwood Henderson, what is 2A? That's why we like, yeah. Second Amendment. Oh, Second Amendment. Second yeah. Amendment. So, okay, dude got it. Yeah. No, he said he got it right here. Okay. If you stand with Ja, you calling LeBron the GOAT. Uh, That's a bad look, bro. 2A. All right. Uh, thanks. It says, the Chitty's Welfare Agency is not supposed to remove children solely because of parents' marijuana use. A mother says the agency did so anyway, and now she is suing. What do you think about this article uh i was with for, for, first what do you think about parents smoking weed while they're pregnant i don't think parents should be smoking weed while they're pregnant it's, that's it's, strange to me all right so now what you, do you should think care about, about the welfare of your child that's in your in belly womb, that you're yeah. nurturing and caring for yeah and will continue to care for after it's out of the womb yeah 
But what do you think about the article and what it was talking about? She lost her I child. I was kind of with her until you found out that she had two older kids yeah. and they were taken in custody. For the same thing? Yes. She was she was going through alcohol and drug abuse. Yeah. <laughs> so she should just stop. Damn. This was not a good article. And then her attorney tried to make it seem like, oh, but that that's not, that doesn't matter. We're, t- we're talking about this. No. She had her other two kids taken from her, so it's not a good look for her. I think she need to get some help. You think she just got a drug problem? Eastwood, I'm a good owner, and <laughs> they make new rules as they go. He's portraying the image of a gangster. Dre said he's portraying the image of a gangster. Yeah, but you're not acting like that in public with that. My reception is body. I'll have to catch the reply. I'll catch y'all next week. Young and black with guns is a gangster. Really flaw? Okay. It's that way. You do it. It's nothing wrong with having a gun. Gangsters actually commit crimes. Weed is crack now. Shout out to Craig Council. Oh, sorry, sorry. Damn, dude. What's wrong with you? What up, Craig? What up, Craig? If you was, you would not be here today. I'm like, Travis, you don't have the honorary complexion for the protection. Damn, I gotta agree with Travis. Wait, Wait, what the fuck? <laughs> DJ, damn, why y'all was just swinging? He's like, I gotta agree with Travis. And then he got a thing on his head, like... <laughs> like, it's like, I can't believe this. <laughs> Alright, go back to this article now. I can show it now. Alright. Uh, so this article, like you said, she yeah. This once again, is that a part of our culture now? What we talked about weed drug pregnant. We talked about drug dealing. Is that yeah. a part of our culture? Is smoking weed a part of our culture? Like for instance, weed is connected to Jamaicans. It's a cultural. It's been portrayed as a cultural thing for Jamaica. Yeah, Kamala said that. Even though the guy who I think the, I guess the president of Jamaica, remember they banned violent music, sexual music, and drug use in their entertainment. Because uh-huh. they don't want that image of being this weed smoking country. True. So they don't they they feel like that image was put on them. Yeah, I I think it was a little crazy for her to think she would go have a baby, and they was like, sounds like somebody's been drinking and smoking. She said, "Oh, I had some. I smoked some weed. I smoked some weed a couple of days ago, and I think they were not going to test you and the baby to see well, how level how high your levels were when they're saying that." Yeah, I guess in states where weed is legal, you're not, you're supposed, not supposed to take to people's taste. kids. Okay. Yeah, you're not supposed to take people's kids in those states. But but does that play into the same thing when you've had two other kids that were taken from you due to alcohol and drug abuse? That's where it changes the topic. Yeah. If you have a. So I was with her until I saw that. Once I saw that, I was like, I, I, I don't want your kids to go in foster care, but you need to get some help and, and when, assistance. And when we talk about culture, what's the likelihood that she smokes weed and stuff that her kids will grow up to very high possibility that that will be so so raise up that child right now black people we right now black people we have a new rule on how to carry a gun east will less be for real you see the video you're not thinking he's trying to be a regular gun owner civilian i agree i mean I, I'm, I'm just being honest with you i i think he's doing that to besides the three-dimensional thing of we think he's doing this for the NBA to try to get the gun control. As a storyline for the NBA, yeah. I see it as him being viral, trying to get attention, showing that he's cool. Well, hold up. 
Now, that's another thing people are saying. Is he doing these things to come off and appeal to the street nature in the black community? Because that's what popular. I mean, look at him. Y'all going, damn, they about to chew me out. Eastwood probably going to get me. He's Go tattooed up. He yeah. has dreads. He, he young black the male. Profile. He fits the profile. Not saying that's the image. Because if you want to have tattoos, which you're not supposed to in the Bible, so you're not supposed are not, to get tattoos. Dreads are not new for black people. They've been rocking them for thousands of years. Exactly. But that's that's the image that it does portray. In America. In or America. really in the West in general. If we, if you were to go over there, they would think the same thing. If well, no, black I think American. I think if a person like, that looked like John Moran went to a country outside of America, they would say, you're black American. True. That image is locked on us through hip-hop. It's not our culture. But I saw a little wing. Somebody... Pause for a second. I've seen people say that uh, he's portraying this this gangster image when he's not gangster. He's worth two hundred million. I saw a video or interview of Little Wayne asking the question. He was like, "Do we know he's not in the streets? Like there there are people in the industry, whether it be boxing, NBA, acting, whose parents were with street people that was able to get out and put money behind. Look at the music industry. You can't name an artist, especially R and B, since maybe the sixties that didn't have drug money backing them." Before they got popular, what's his name? Freeway, Freeway, uh, Rick Ross. Yeah, he was backing with Aretha Franklin, one of them. I, I might have said the wrong name, but he was backing a lot of artists, a lot of drug dealers throughout New York. He was funding their career. Yeah, a lot of New Yorkers, DC. Yeah. A lot of those artists were being backed by drug dealers. True. So a lot of these parents, they got connections to the street. So is it impossible to believe that John Morant family ain't what we think it is? Okay, you ready? Go ahead. Dre, where are you from? <laughs> oh, no, don't even go. let them have their back. <laughs> let them have their back and forth in the chat. <laughs> George, weed isn't weed anymore. Government owns it. Became uh, it owns it because weed. they. So they strange the government. I ain't reading it. <laughs> okay, I read. Weed is it's, it's type. No, I'm not reading. it. Go ahead and read it. Weed isn't weed anymore. Government owns it because the patent synthetic weed. So it's strange. Uh, so it's strange. The government would claim they own. A product to confiscate your own babies. Okay. One set of rules for the indigenous, every, everyone else, Everywhere. move it right along. Isn't weed legal? <laughs> That's what I thought. This is people, amazing, but they will not do it. This to Travis, like people, because Travis not black. I'm tired of that shit. Eastwood, I respectfully don't believe you, but it's okay to agree to disagree. <laughs> no, no, no. That shouldn't be going. That should be a clap. <laughs> that should be a good thing. Okay, read that one. Oh, let's move forward. Damn, Eastwood probably going to get me. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Look at George. He's trying to get in the fight somehow, some way. Eastwood, Dre, where are you from? <laughs> are you FBA? <laughs> <sighs> Dre, you sound like a white man stereotyping young black men and seem to be off code, brother. If you are my brother. Damn. <laughs> I'm from Irene, Texas. Are you from Fort Worth? <laughs> Travis can't read. Damn. You <laughs> said the Congolese. <laughs> oh my God. Oh Lord. I'm Congolese. Don't go to school, Travis. Don't waste my tax money. <laughs> Honestly, I don't care about this conversation. Tether! Oh, God. All right, let's move on. 
All right. Let's move on to the next topic now. Travis, you said Dane Eastwood probably going to get me. <laughs> Reading is fundamental. Fuck you. Look at this Baltimore native. <laughs> Baltimore. This Baltimore native. You don't get to say shit to me. <laughs> you. All right, let's stop that. All right. Found stained glass window raises questions about New England's history and slavery. The stained glass, believed to be nearly 150 years old, depicts Jesus with dark skin. Uh, this is not surprising. I've seen plenty of these paintings and pictures in books. So this isn't surprising for me. Did you you went through this one? Which one? I didn't really go through that one. All right. It says a nearly 150-year-old stained glass church window that depicts a dark-skinned <laughs> Jesus interacting with women in the New Testament scenes has stirred up questions about race, Rhode Island's role in the slave trade, and the place of women in a 19th century New England society. The window installed in the long-closed uh, St. Mark's Epicostal uh, uh, Church George. and Warren in 1878 in the oldest known public example of stained glass on which Jesus is depicted as a person of color that one expert has seen. But Travis, it's not fundamental. Eat a dick respectfully. <laughs> Fuck you, brilliantly fly. That's in Europe. They have a lot of that. Look at George. That's in Europe. They have a lot of that. I've studied that years ago. <laughs> please, nigga. please. Please, please. Move on to the next. We know. We know. Travis doesn't know, but we know. We know. But yeah, so this is not surprising. I'm only showing this to say, I'm, we know there's probably hundreds of thousands of paintings and statues and all this other stuff that depicts these people that look much different than what they say in modern society. Mr. Man said, I live in Boston, Massachusetts. That stuff is all around here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And if you think about it, there's like thousands of statues throughout Europe that depicts a lot of these knights, these kings, these dukes. All these people have been depicted as black. There's thousands of statues. And you know what happens when a, a war happens? The first thing you do is take down statues, you take down sculptures, you reinvent what a society You're changing looks. history. Yeah, you change history. So the fact that there's thousands of statues and paintings now being shown, imagine how many existed. Hundreds of thousands probably existed that they took down and destroyed. What? Mystery right. man said Eastwood is a white spy sent here. <laughs> Eastwood said, Mystery, I've been on the show. You you on here defending a tether. Where are you from, my where are you from, Mystery Man? <laughs> Dre Hush, your mother with a G D <laughs> Boston is whack on many levels. Wicked. Wicked levels. I need your buddy move Okay, 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 okay. Al Sharpton to deliver Jordan Neely eulogy amid partisan battle over Marine charged in his slain. Al Sharpton. How, how is he still being found to do, do his eulogies at this point? Because he's, for some people, he's still seen as a respectable civil rights person that... I think it's just the older people that see him that way? Yes. Unfortunately, not all older people see him that way. I, I'm I sure Mystery Man don't see him that way. Well, how do you know how old Mystery Man is? How you just gonna do that? You just <laughs> Sassy Shante said, "What is going on?" <laughs> Sassy Shante, everything, everything. <laughs> everything. Look at George, love it. Fucking agent of chaos. <laughs> Reverend now shot in the world delivered the eulogy of 30 year old and nearly a black man. We know <laughs> nearly will be uh, laid to rest Friday at the Mount Newbor by Baptist Church in Harlem, Reverend Johnny Melvin Green Jr., senior pastor of the church, requested Sharpton presence to be <laughs> behest of Neely's family. Mr. Mayor, I'm too FB. I'm black into your mama's booty. 
Oh, it was funny. You know, black people asses be darker than the rest of their body sometimes. <laughs> Blacker than your mama. That's good. All right, nearly known for the city as Michael Jackson oh, person. God, this is hilarious. Impersonations will reportedly experience a mental health episode on the Sunday when Marine veteran Daniel Penny restrained him in a chokehold for nearly 15 minutes. First responders were unable to revive nearly. We know, we know the story how it went. So speaking of black Jesus, now we got to deal with him coming up there doing his uh, 1960s uh, voice waving. Yeah. The game. And so, and D and D James says, how do you have politics at a funeral? Does it that's what, that's what goes on nowadays. They have, they really, they bring politics to funerals. Let me now. say this. I'm not being controversial. There's nothing wrong with this, but did that start with Emmett Till? They politicize the death. I choose not to have that conversation. Did it not happen there? I'm not saying that. This is a grown man trying to go back and forth YouTube live. <laughs> Damn, man. Damn. He loved that uh, Mr. Man back in your mama's booty comment. <laughs> Mr. Man, you corny as fuck. Where you from? Don't deflect. Look, look at Regina. It's hot like firecrackers in, in the, the chat. chat. <laughs> Everything is political. Everything is political. But do you think that's where it's trying to fit in FBA conversations? Go ahead, Duke. Sorry. Do you think that's where it started? What the politicization of black deaths? He's a martyr. It probably happened sometime in the 1800s. I'm pretty sure there were. But that 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 moment that really made it political. The death Can't y'all of... block Eastwood, buddy? A weirdo. I... <laughs> Dr- Sir, are we not gonna block Eastwood? Niggas been hustling freedom since the 60s. Exactly. It's okay to have a back and forth and disagreement in the comment section. Yeah. It's dialogue, you know. Yeah. Now, I want to talk about this. (laughs) Oh, man. Look at George. Brother, brothers, you're the spirit of Umar. We can all just get along. (laughs) And once we hug and sing Negro hymns, give me a donation, donations, donations. (laughs) Tim Malcolm's. Everything can also be exploited too, so I say yes, dude. Y'all geeking, Dre. If you can't handle beef, you can leave. Damn, Damn George. Let's keep it respectful. Thank you, thank you, Sal. Yes, let's thank keep you. it. Y'all keep it respectful, it res- please. Respectful. Let's celebrate. Let's, let's clap it up for George. Us, I'm chilling. All right. I saw this right here. I don't know. I don't know much about this. I'll be honest. I just saw that this existed, and I want to know y'all' opinion on this. 2023 Juneteenth. Caribbean Heritage Festival. Just that title alone. Speaking of tethers. What do you think? I I think it's absolutely insane that we're having a Juneteenth Caribbean Heritage Festival. That is absolutely insane. (laughs) On so many levels. Because we cannot have a Juneteenth celebration here in the United States. If we did, they would be highly upset. You remember when... You said uh, what? A Juneteenth celebration. Like a a juve. I think, yeah. Oh, Haitian heritage. And you mix it in with American history. Yeah. They probably wouldn't. They would not like that. Because you remember, what was, his, what was his name? Uh, Creed? Creed. Oh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. You remember Michael B. Jordan tried to be the ambassador? He was, well, that's kind of different. What for the drink. And the, and the uh, Trinidadian people were upset because they said, that's not y'all culture. That is our culture. Was it more about him trying to... Um, What's the word? But white people owned. They were the one that was making the copyright. The brand it was about him trying to them, the, them trying to copyright the name Juve versus him actually trying to be an ambassador for it. Them, 
they weren't even really talking about them, the white people. I know that's what I'm saying. You think about they thought it was Michael B. Jordan that was trying to do this. It wasn't Michael B. They should have did their research before they did that shit though. <laughs> well, right here it says, please join Africans Rising Together 2063 for the third annual Juneteenth Caribbean Heritage Festival. Missouri Gateway of Freedom and Justice registration to participate in the event is 1865. 1865 was the year when the slaves were free and a re- rebellious state only and covers participation in walks, snacks, whatever, whatever. Um, oh, I'm trying to go down. Um, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you want to yeah. keep reading or you want me to? It says, uh, it's a nonprofit organization with a mission to educate people on African descendants and our historical constitution. Uh, contributions to the world. So this right here, what they did was Juneteenth is about what, you know, the American history and all this stuff in particular, uh, people who were, who were finally set free on Juneteenth and Caribbean heritage in general and their contributions, I'm guessing to America, I guess. You repeat that. Just repeat it, damn, dude. You see, I'm trying to engage in a conversation. Repeat it. Why do you get upset? I'm just asking about this. Okay, what'd you say? In the West Coast, in the article, it said that it's about the people who were set free on Juneteenth. Uh-huh. And it was about the Caribbean contributions. Why do we have to acknowledge their contributions? They say because it's about everything about black history. That's what they said. But Juneteenth doesn't have anything to do with black history. It has to do with those people in Texas being but that's black, that is black history. But that's American black history, not Caribbean black history. Well, maybe they just view it as just black history. Do you agree with that? No, I don't. Dre, stay in your lane, little man. I don't want no with smoke out, with of town. out of town. <laughs> it was laid down. It was said. It was done. Shut the fuck up, Travis. I got this. Don't speak bad about me. I'm from Detroit. <laughs> I'm from the Detroit. D Detroit. It's just weird a grown dude is riding so hard for a man he doesn't know. We all ride in here just because. <laughs> <laughs> Why are we glorifying Juneteenth? That, that's another question. Well, Should... Juneteenth. Go ahead. I I don't feel like Juneteenth is being glorified. I see it for the people of Texas, the Black Americans who are descendants from those slaves. For me, it's for them. Yeah. Most people did not celebrate Juneteenth. Most people, it was a Texas, more of a uh, uh, New Orleans, they was uh, Texas. Georgia type. They would do it. Maybe South Carolina, a few places, maybe Florida. But most people down south, southern places, the ones who, who celebrated it. LOL, Eastwood, really, that's petty as fuck. Dre, watch your mouth when you're talking about FBAs. Tell us don't run shit here. <laughs> but I'm always down for a good festival. Yep. I'm the, I'm the problem. <laughs> Sassy so, you, Shante. so you said we shouldn't celebrate it, but then you, I'm going though. At Sassy Shante, another part of history not fully understood by many. We celebrate everything just because it's attached. Hold on, that's another thing. Juneteenth is not a celebration day. They would so it was, it was about them getting set free from slavery. Yeah, <laughs> not, you shouldn't have a party. That's Adidas Juneteenth ad. Eastwood, oh, yeah, that don't Adidas, be yeah, Juneteenth. Did Travis and Flex with that admin control. Um, Tell Dre to watch his tether mouth and listen and learn. <laughs> Eastwood, come on, man. You bigger than that. All Don't right. put Dre in timeout. <laughs> Let's move on. I'm not going to read through this one either. But it was an opinion piece. 
about the politics among that's affecting black Americans written by Pamela. Yeah, that's Den- true. Bring fly. You notice how everybody has a month now dedicated to Harris. Niggas can't even have shit. <laughs> they have a Asian hair, Asian and Pacific yeah. Islander Heritage Month. They have a what? Mexican, Hispanic. Hispanic Heritage Month. That's in what? September. Yeah, na- a Native, Native American, American month. November. I think so. It's November. Yeah, Native Americans in November. Yeah. So everybody got one except. Oh, Black, the Caribbean's? Black History Month, but even in Black History Month, it has to be shared with no everybody. The Caribbeans are eventually going to start wanting their own. Oh, they got one. Caribbean History Month. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they got one. <laughs> so are the uh, Egyptians going to get their own month? Oh, now that they want to separate? <laughs> Maybe. If you celebrate Juneteenth, you you're now a Travis. a Travis now. What? I'm glad my weekly... <laughs> I'm, I'm glad my weekly Travis speaks. <laughs> I seen a Juneteenth police car. Yeah, I damn. That. We talked. We talked about that. That was in uh, Florida, I think. Look at Regina. <laughs> Ain't that some shit, <laughs> at Mr. Man? Yeah, we if talked about that. UK, yeah. February is uh, yeah. LGBT. Yeah, and, and it's funny. Cause I think September. Oh, LB, LB, uh, That's in fucking June here. No, I think in in the UK Pride Month in in Seattle. But in the UK, uh, June. Me, uh, Black History member, I think. It's not in February. They have the buses decked out. <laughs> oh, let me show this. I'm back. My apologies. I had to wash my hands from the tether handling. <laughs> <laughs> Black leaders have sold out our community to immigration lobbying. Now, this this is an opinion piece written by Pamela Denise Long. Thought it was a very good uh, piece that she wrote. What do you think about what she had to say about the Black? I loved it. About the black leaders uh, selling out the black community she's, for the immigration lobby. She's saying what we have been saying since we got on this channel is that it is time to get these black people that are in leadership up out of here because they're doing nothing for black people here. It says, gov- she, go go ahead. Ahead. no, go ahead, finish. It says, Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida continues to make headlines for stalking out uh, controversial positions at the heart of the culture wars. Most recently, he issued a ban on critical race theory and equity, diversity, and inclusion in Florida's <laughs> primary and secondary education systems. Um, he is on to something. Today, DEI is a, a big grift that grafts advocacy <laughs> for sexual preferences and illegal immigrants into outstanding obligations due to the descendants of U.S. slaves under the guise of representing black Americans. DEI subordinates are, uh, subordinates are interest to the aims of new, sometimes manufacturing victim groups. It's time to say the DEI must die and the black misleadership that depends upon it to go down with it. That's pretty much the synopsis of what she was saying in this article. She go through details of what she believed and it shows that they're using the black people as a, they're using black people as the face of movements behind it to push. They're trying to push things through uh, this country through black people. So black people won't benefit from it, but they'll be the face of it. Like they've done everything. Use black people as the face but they get no benefit from it existing. True. It was a good article she wrote. She was on the ass. Travis get moist when Pride Month, when Pride Month was mentioned. <laughs> was just, George. Oh, then they covered her head. <laughs> Fuck y'all. <laughs> Fuck Europe, George. Me to Ethiopia first. You want to see them big, hard bowling, bowling ball. ball asses. That's what you want to see, Brandy Fly. You in a DMV area. You used to say no big... Hard bowling ball asses. Nah, nah. Up here, there's a lot of Ethiopians. They got I, big bowling ball asses. And when you see them, you just go first. They don't you, move, though. You first, you go, damn. And you keep looking, and ain't nothing moving, but it's, it's you there. That, you see it. You remember that skit when that uh, when her husband was laying and then she came out and tapped him? And then he said, look. And she, and said, she said, damn. 
<laughs> yeah. Okay, brilliant. That's a lot of uh, fucking for economy class tickets. Kind of first class. While Ron DeSantis announced uh, critical race theory, he was just this week in full support of Asian we history about being it, yeah. taught. Make it make sense. So he's capping for China. Yeah, we talked. But here's another thing, Regina. He also banned Chinese. Um, they can't own any property, property and land unless they have a certain visa. Did we want critical race theory out, Regina? Uh, we've been held at a proxy to advance others. Y'all gonna start coming for these. We need. We're gonna we're gonna try to do that. <laughs> Brilliantly, Travis is down. Little Low bunny, bunny rancher. rancher. Bunny rancher, Lord mercy. All right, moving on. He takes his frustrations out on us. <laughs> <laughs> well, Joe, you took your frustration out. <laughs> Thank you. And he always saying weird shit in the comment section. All right, let's move on. Representative Jamal Bowman says it's reckless for MTG or Marjorie Taylor Green to say she feels threatened by him. You saw that? You saw this one. New York Representative Jamal Bowman on Thursday accused Representative Marjorie Taylor Green of using white supremacist tactics in an effort to dehumanize him when she told reporters that she feels threatened by the black congressman. The accusations were levied a day after the two House colleagues got into a shouting match on the steps of the Capitol building after Bowman appeared to approach Green and loudly demanded Republicans expel Representative George Santos to save the party. On the Capitol steps yesterday, he was the one that approached me, yelling, shouting, raising his voice. He was aggressive. His physical mannerisms were aggressive, Green said in Bowman's, I said of Bowman's at a press conference on Thursday. I'm only saying this because the words they use, they mean things. That was a stupid article. I know. And that's my, that's my point. Because right after that, you saw Newsom come out and say, <laughs> Newsom invokes death of Emmett Till after Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, basically called him. Let me move this right quick. Hold on, y'all. It says, Newsom invokes death of Emmett Till after Marjorie told Taylor Greene said she felt threatened by a squad Democrat. Why would you do that? That was another dumb article. These, both these two storylines, this shows the nastiness of politics. It does. And once again, I, I brought it up earlier, Travis didn't want to touch it, but the political, politi them making Emmett Till's death political is still a thing today. True. That's why I asked the question, was he the first one that it happened to? It truly became a political movement that came out of it. The civil rights movement came out of that. That's true. It is, is what it is. It's nasty, man. Politics Regina, nasty. did I hear... That regarding, I know what RE means now. <laughs> the Santos banning China buying in regarding critical race theory, some forms of it should be denounced. Maybe not, though, the whole baby out. Exactly. Some things you keep. I just said, I just said, uh, keep, uh, eat the meat, throw out the bone. You Negroes can fight that ain't for your, how you spell Negroes. You Negroes can fight for your um bounty. Just, just running my measly 1.2 and I'm out. <laughs> Allegedly, the Santos is going to pop up missing. Hey. Longest camel of <laughs> Longest. When I heard such words in book, I think ritual spells sacrifices. Emmett Hill name came up. I'm just saying. All right, let me uh, move forward now. The decadent veil. The Shout decadent out to Tone veil. Talks. I know Tone Talks gonna be all over this light on rice. He gonna he gonna go in on their ass. Jay Z and Beyonce buy most expensive home ever in California for two 
hundred million. Which is their business. They can do whatever they, they want to do with their money. I just think that this tour that she's doing that's supposed to give her this billion, she's gonna need it. <laughs> Look at this shit. Look at this house. It, 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 the same architecture that designed that house is the same one that did Kanye West's houses. Cause when I saw it, I really oh, yeah, yeah. thought that like Kanye West's house. The house that he don't live in. Travis love this shit. <laughs> but speak when y'all saw, when I saw that two hundred million they spent for that house, and this right here came up. Representative Cory Bush says 14 trillion reparations bill will eliminate the racial wealth gap. It won't. People don't like that her bill. I've seen people speak against her version of the bill. They said it's not. It could be um, used to destroy the entire movement for reparation. Reparations. So, Eastwood. What is NAS? That's Nas, ain't it? Oh, <laughs> it's another it's, acronym. It might be another acronym, but I know it is. Uh, right. She went on tour for the same the same year Janet Jackson went. Pretty. Pretty heifer. Oh, pretty heifer. You mean pretty, pretty heifer or petty heifer? <laughs> oh, pretty heifer or petty heifer. Which is it? Baltimore? He on Tell us which head. one it is. He Did on you mean petty ball. heifer or pretty heifer? <laughs> the bill Because the, the reading ain't that good. The, yeah, the, nigga, that's what I thought. Petty. petty. <laughs> the bill notes that White House and Congress were, uh, White House and the Congress were built by enslaved black people. Look, Regina... That's a nice crib. I love contemporary and modern. Yeah, yeah I would love to live there. It'd be, it'd I'm really sorry, nice. but I can't take that from Corey. The number mentioned she's trying to compensate for something. <laughs> oh, you think that 14 trillion? Oh, Nas is better than Jay-Z. Absolutely. I agree. Nas is better than Jay-Z. Nas is better than Jay-Z. Nas is better than Jay-Z. <laughs> Are you copying? Uh... <laughs> I don't want reparations from Miss Butterworth. Ms. I just want pancakes. <laughs> See, Dago George, you don't want... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you want you want Quaker in the room too. Quaker. <laughs> that you want them hairy toes and them damn pink toes. That's what you want. The United States has a moral and legal obligation to provide reparations for enslavement of Africans and the lasting harm on the lives of millions of black people. In the United States, HR one four one four declares joining her at the press conference on Wednesday was Eric Miller, one of the attorneys for nineteen twenty one Tulsa Race Massacre, the Greenwood District of Tulsa, known as the Black Wall Street. You know, we know there's a huge amount of history that has been uncovered. We want to get the opportunity to paint the picture just as Congressman Bush is painting a picture of exactly what happened. He added nothing. He wanted to call out the names, uh, noting he wanted to call out the names of the hundreds of pictures of people engaged in the massacre. So they used that to talk about the reparations. They use uh, the Tulsa situation, all that stuff. What do you think about her using the number 14 trillion? It's not enough. Damn. It's not enough. I told you that. Cory Bush is trying to redirect, redirect what reparation means. Watch the redirection. Oh, Travis yeah, finally got something right. You eat raisins. Nuff said. You eat bologna. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, That's no. what pink toast is. Bo- bologna. They smell like bologna. How about, wait. How do you know what, bologna, what pink toast they smell like, Travis? I've been you around didn't into that some, one. and I smelled them. It smelled like bologna. <laughs> Ask Cory Bush what reparation means and how it should be paid out. We're going to see. They're going to start asking these people that really go into this stuff. They're going to dissect it. Look, they look like they look, they, uh, pigs. That's what they are. They pigs. All right, Colin. Newsom and California lawmakers need to say where they stand in reparation slavery. They still ain't said whether they agree with cash payments or not. We know he's not going to mention it at all because they're trying to stay away from that topic as long as possible just so they can get your support so that when he run for president, you'll vote for him. That's all that's really about. Damn, nigga, you talking fast, I just you? need to get through it. It's nothing like that's talking about. <laughs> it is an ad for them. They're trying to add, use reparations in the ad for their campaign. We getting paid for that? No, I'm calling them out. Oh, I thought we were getting endorsements now. 
Shit. Because you know we need that. Shit. Would reparations lead to irresponsible spending? Studies on other cash windfalls suggest not, new reports say. <laughs> so it says right here, a new uh, Roosevelt, Roosevelt Institute report examines past research on the behavior of windfall recipients debunking urban mythology. Um, the author of the new report says the assumption that black Americans would be unable to handle sudden windfalls is rooted in racism, noting the racial wealth gap wasn't created through defective spending habits, but through policies that uh, pump money into white households. The perception that uh, people often succumb to misfortune uh, and bad decision-making after suddenly receiving large amounts of cash isn't based in fact. Researchers said the report pu published went Thursday by the Roosevelt Institute and in, uh, a progressive think tank. That means potential reparations payouts to black Americans are unlikely to result in reckless spending, financial ruin, and reduced labor product productivity. The report's offers authors wrote after undertaking um, a review of the prior research concerning consumer behavior after lottery windfalls and inheritances after, uh, as well as more minor cash transfers to uh, tax refunds and guaranteed income, income programs. You go through this one. <laughs> this one is <laughs> so basically in this article, they went through and proved that they don't believe that black Americans will be the stereotype of buying um, a bunch of Hennessy, Nike shoes and um. Did you say Nike? <laughs> I'm definitely getting some Nikes. What's the what's the uh, car brand they always associate with black Cadillacs? They're saying that that's not true because they went through and found a bunch of uh. What? Go ahead. Sorry. Uh, go ahead. No, I, no. They, they went through and found a bunch of um. Uh um. Damn lottery winners, and proved that those people who won the lottery didn't always ended up in situations where they wasted their money. And we're neglectful to neglectful and all this other stuff. That's all. That's all this research proved, which is what I believe anyway. Do you agree? Niggas gonna be buying Hennessy, <laughs> Nike. <laughs> Shit, fuck Nike. They getting uh, anything that's expensive. They buying it. Uh, hold on, Travis ate a pink dugout. Tell him. What they really spell like, Travis? Did you mean smell, George? All this college education, nigga, and you talking about a spell. Get the fuck out of here, George. <laughs> Brainly flawed, financial run. Ruin, yeah. Uh, Travis, please tell me you don't practice your comebacks in the mirror. <laughs> nigga, do you have a mirror? You live in Detroit. Oh, what the fuck you look like? No, I don't practice no fucking comebacks in the mirror. I have a career. I, have, I don't have a job, nigga. I work 60 hours a week, sometimes 80. This ain't no fucking practice. What's wrong with y'all niggas? All right. <laughs> Come on, do our practice shit in a mirror. Do you got a fucking mirror? Bum ass houses in Detroit. Dave Chappelle should go there and help y'all. Uh, speaking of Detroit, oh lord! Look at George talking about see how Travis Love bringing black men out. No, y'all trying to bring another fucking black man down. Speaking what of you drive, Uber nigga? <laughs> speaking of Detroit, oh man, I really don't want to go through this. Did you practice that in the mirror, brilliantly flawed? Speaking of Detroit, I've been going into Detroit the whole show now, but unfortunately, we have a Detroit. Look story. at him, see the white fury. <laughs> Oh, here go Eastwood. What's wrong with Detroit? Nigga, you know what's wrong with Detroit. You got an article on it. <laughs> Read the article. Tell him what's wrong with Detroit. 
Help this man's city. Look at that. I know FBA's uh, built Detroit. Whites destroyed it. No, whites left. Oh, and then it was finished. Off the dome, moist boy. Fuck you. It ain't off the dome, nigga. Detroit Enclave. <laughs> Enclave. Built on auto industry struggles under $20 million water debt. This is uh, Highland Park, Michigan. We were supposed to take this from the reparations topic to show that these black neighborhoods are suffering from the, the American system because the damn city can't play the water bill. But now Travis is going to use it to talk shit about Detroit. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to the people that are in Detroit. I I was just joking around. I was, I, I'm was i sorry, DJ. I wasn't trying <laughs> <laughs> to... I, I, love, I love my people in Detroit. I shouldn't have said that. I apologize. You can't walk. You can't be apologizing, dog. You got to stand on your shit. I'm standing on it, but what I said was true. But hey, <laughs> I the people in Detroit have been done dirty, so <laughs> I, I shouldn't have said that. But truth is true. All right, Negro. Uh, st- uh, black mortality <laughs> rates reflect 1.6 million excess deaths deaths over the span of 22. Years. A new study has revealed high um, statistics for the black community concerning the death rate. Published Tuesday in the Journal of American Medical Association, a study found that mortality rate for black Americans spending over two decades equated to 1.63 million excess deaths compared to white people. From 1999 to 2020, the black community was cut short of over 80 million years of life, considering the number of black people who died at young ages. According to NBC News, the study authored uh, believes the result amplified the necessary necessity uh, to improve the health of black Americans who often die of higher rate of heart disease, cancer, um, and infant mortality. <sighs> Not going to go through this. This is a sad article. And I want I did want to ask the question, how much of this can black people control as far as the diet and such? We talk about food deserts that exist, and a lot of the food deserts are uh, black communities. <laughs> E. James man, he got the emoji face with the. <laughs> oh, I guess I'm gonna get a three down, a three thumbs down in this video. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> but uh, how much of this do you think we control as far as the diet in the black community? Uh, you I definitely know, still we, can control what you eat, like how we say we from Carolina, and they don't. They have stores there. Well, we know there really are places that, like we saw that Tennessee, uh, Tennessee video where they were saying, what was the name of it? Uh, Desert. Food Desert or yeah, something they had desert, on yeah. YouTube where they had to get on several buses to be able to go to places to get healthy food. But when you do live in a place, you can't get apples, oranges, yeah. you know, healthy foods. You don't have to <laughs> eat food. <laughs> <laughs> he said, Detroit accepts your apology, Travis. You got to do better. Detroit is another per- perfect case. Study of whites destroying what black Americans built. Agreed, <laughs> Look at him. Agree, Eastwood. <laughs> All right. So you're just saying we just need to have a better diet. It is what it is, right? Only time Travis can read clearly it was his to socially engineer control opposition against brothers unless you Eastwood and Umar and got oatmeal raisin cookies stuff in him. All right. If that's how you feel, George. Because y'all just talking shit. Oatmeal cookies is like. <laughs> MK Ultra Control for Travis. Light, bright ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next. Um, All right. But you know what? Y'all do this. Y'all try to 
get me out of character. I try to just sit here and be cool, calm, and collected. <laughs> oh, they did. They Respectful. Push, they push you to the edge. <laughs> What's this? Don't push me because I'm close to the edge. I'm trying not to lose, lose my head. That's something wonder sometimes. Huh? <laughs> um, you can, you can add Detroit to the list next to Greenwood. So we should never say fuck Detroit. I agree with you. I when I honestly said this, I said why is Dave Chappelle um trying to make affordable housing for that? You know, he's trying to stop white, affordable housing. He be purchasing that white neighborhood and yeah. Um, why would he go to somewhere that's <laughs> soft as puppy pig? <laughs> Who said that? That somebody said that. Somebody said I've that. Seen somebody said I've seen it before. All right, Scott campaigning and waiting, booking six million early state ads by he is pretty much they say he's supposed to announce. That he is running for president. That's uh, Tim Scott. Do you is. want Mr. Tim Scott to run for president? No, I just predicted it. And I think he's going to end up being Trump's vice president. I agree with that. That's that's why I'm talking about this. I think he's going to be the, uh, Trump's vice president. His one mate. He said, I said softest uh, puppy. No, George. I, I it was not somewhere. George that said softest <laughs> puppy piss. It was somebody else that said it. All right. See, lying, trying to take somebody else's creativity. So they said that Tim Scott will announce that he will be running for president. Uh, he will announce it, they said, on Monday. So Monday he's supposed to announce it, but he has an ad. I'm just going to read this real quick. It says, South Carolina Republican Senator Tim Scott's presidential campaign in waiting is placing a massive $6 million TV and radio ad by in Iowa and New Hampshire, a senior official tell NBC News. The ads go up Wednesday, two days after he's expected Monday his expected Monday announcement and the day he's to travel to those two states as an official campaign kickoff. It will run run on broadcast cable and satellite radio through the first debate. The they are also uh, placing another additional seven figure <laughs> digital ad by also in Iowa and New Hampshire and running for the same duration. This is a bigger ad buy than some campaigns had cash on hand, as the latest fundraising reports covering through March. And it's a sign of what Tim Scott, what Scott's campaign has already pre- previewed it can do with this more than twenty million dollar war chest. Was you gonna ask the question? Yeah. Read it. Did you guys touch on the found stainless steel glass window raising a question about New England history of racism? Yeah, I think we just talked about it. Yeah. Brinley Fly said it and G Dev repeated it just like today. So Brinley Fly said puppy piss last time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And George said, I think I said it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew I saw somebody say, okay, it was a. Uh, oh, Eastwood, we want Tim Scott to go to the dentist. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Why can't he be a natural man? Let him live out who he is. Why he got to change his image? <laughs> he got a little rice tea, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he do. But another thing they said was that Tim Scott apparently has more fundraising or funding behind him than Ron DeSantis and Nikki Haley. I'm like, well, I wonder is the lack of is, is uh, Ron DeSantis getting less support because he came and said some things about Trump? Has Trump completely stopped um, Trump Donalds? Are you, talking, are you thinking I'll take the other black dude, Donalds? Ain't Donalds the black dude, uh, the, the chubby black dude with, uh, with I don't the know fade? Who that is. You do know him. Donalds, he's a, he's a chubby black dude. I don't know if he's chubby Pull or muscular. Up. I can't tell. He's a brolic dude. Pull him up. What's his first, what's his first name? Um, George, Brilliant hasn't commented yet. So until then, I'm telling the undisputed truth. LOL. <laughs> if he comments, say something different, then all right. That's what he do. Tim Scott needs to use that funny for a dentist. 
What is it? He got more money or more backing. I mean, I what you want him to do? Get longer teeth? He got more backing than uh, Ron DeSantis and uh, Nikki said, Haley. Okay, I'll replay today's video as all the infighting distracted me from y'all flowing narrative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn, Eastwood did run him up out of here, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he got him out of here. If the third party don't win, but he ain't never going to win. <laughs> Trump endorsed did he block Huh? <laughs> did he block I forgot y'all do got uh, y'all can block people. Did y'all you block people and stuff. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Oh damn! Y'all got wrenches. I forgot. If the third party don't win, we're fucked. Trump endorsed Daniel Cameron wins Republican nomination for Kentucky governor. That's uh, that's Turtle. Yeah, Turtle's guy, son-in-law, son-in-law, and Trump even endorsed him. I didn't know Trump ever endorsed him. He said, "This was said my fault. I had to put hands on the tether. <laughs> <laughs> put hands on him." <laughs> uh. Uh, Harris got my blood pressure. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I just Travis whip your moist chin when you mention. Oh, here you go. <laughs> right, See, that's that's hate. That's hate. That's, that's hate. But nobody, Byron, that's his name, Byron. Uh, nobody Donalds. will point out the fact that that's hate. Byron Donalds. That's his name. They might choose him, but I got a feeling he's gonna take them. Scott Biden uses Howard University commencement address to appeal to black voters. What did you think about Biden going to Howard for his uh, what do you call it? Get a uh, honorary uh, PhD. Yep. He had a speech where he talked about white supremacy. Um, that's what he got for all his other PhD. Everything, all his other degrees are honorary because <laughs> from what we saw and we read, the nigga, too, you know, he a dim bulb. What, what's that movie, Big Mama House? Uh, the little boy that ate. Uh, what did he eat? He ate, he was eating griddle um, pads. Griddle pads, yeah. What's his name? Timmy? What was his name? <laughs> he's, he's not going to college. Save your money. He ain't going to college. He eats Brillo pads. <laughs> President Biden used a commencement address at Howard University to appeal to young black people. Did he boys. wear his diapers? <laughs> no, he, he told the crowd. My butt's been white. My butt's been white. <laughs> <laughs> Offering a preview to his own campaign plans to regain waning enthusiasm from a key demographic. Speaking of the school's 155th commencement ceremony on Saturday, the president echoed rhetoric from his 2020 campaign characterizing the current moment as a battle for the soul of the nation and calling on graduates to help lead the country into a new era of progress. We're living through one of the most consequential eras in the history of fundamental questions about the state of our nation. He told the crowd at the Capitol one arena in Washington, DC, who are we? What do we stand for? What do we believe? And what do, well, what will be? We're going to help answer those questions. Biden cast himself as the antidote to the implied with rising tolerance of racism, directly mentioned Donald Trump's infamous characterizations of the deadly white supremacist rally in Charlottesville as very fine people on both sides. Okay. Let me just now what happened at the actual rally is the, the people wasn't feeling it. The students wasn't feeling it. So what the students did was Biden's honorary doctorate commencement address with Howard met with backlash. Though many students celebrated President Joe Biden's appearance at Howard's graduation, others used it as an opportunity to make a statement about the treatment of black Americans. As you can see right here, a black child was lynched yesterday. Um, I'm going to show the video and the picture they, they put up where they, uh, <laughs> they let it be known they weren't feeling Biden. Hold on, y'all. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Should we go now? Okay. Like if you look at this right here, one of the students, I guess he was the, what's the word? They call him valedictorian. I guess how you say it. He was, a, he says Biden and Harris don't care about black people. 
This is Kanye moment. None of them do. On his, gra- his graduation day, you think that's... Gee, <laughs> I step on ants daily. <laughs> he said that dude was an ant. So what do you think about the Biden and Harris don't care about black people comment from the... Well, he stole that from Kanye West. Okay. <laughs> uh, does, it, does it ring? Does it not ring off you? Is it... It's true, nigga. What more do you want me to say? They don't give a fuck. Well, I'll always keep fighting for you. Many others will. Many in the Republican Party... That's him standing holding it up. 70% you see a few students turn their back to him. Do you support their protests at their graduation, Travis? They have an absolutely right to uh, protest. Now, would you have to say the same thing if they did to Trump? I don't know why they were protesting against Trump. Trump ain't did none of his trustworthy uh, protest worthy. What did he do? I'm asking to black you. people. I'm asking you. What did Trump do to black people? I'm asking you. I don't see anything that he's done. <laughs> okay. He's been very beneficial. Speaking of Biden's new, we didn't bring it up at all. Raised <laughs> on the front lines of labor activism, Biden's new campaign manager brings a low profile to a job with big challenges. Julie Chavez Rodriguez, a granddaughter of labor leader Cesar Chavez. Now, am I crazy? That name, Cesar Chavez, made my ears pick up. <laughs> I mean, I know there's more than one Cesar Chavez, but yeah. Well, HBCU new low. Having Biden there. Well, last time, remember, what's his name? What was the guy, Robert? What's the black dude named Robert the Billionaire? The one that gave the money to Morehouse? Yeah, Morehouse, but he paid all their tuition. And then what's he going to bring he paid up after their uh, debts, huh? How does this compare to the other stuff? Because that's what Morehouse did, and they went and got Biden okay. at Howard. I know they pissed. <laughs> but yeah, so this right here told me, um, I'm fair but firm. This told me that Biden's administ- that Biden's administration, his team in 2024 is even is going after the uh, the Latino vote even more. That they're pushing for the Latino vote. They're going full force Latino vote, almost like Bernie Sanders did. Bernie Sanders went after the Latino vote. Heavy. Did nothing for him. And now that's what's seeing what Biden's going to do even more. He did it last time, but normally what they do is they spend the better part of their first couple months of their pro, of their uh, campaign going after the Latinos. And in the last two months or so, they make everything about the black voters and say, hey, you have to vote for us. We don't got time for this. You got to vote now. This is a defining moment. But you spent six months <laughs> grooming the other people. But with us, it's like you got to hurry up and vote. We ain't got time for it. We'll give you what you want after we get in. And what they said, uh, Ice Cube, we'll meet with you after we win. <laughs> what? Never met with him. <laughs> oh, man. Now, this is Ann Coulter. Biden to illegal. Stop or we'll give you more money. This is just her raving. This is her ranting on. She believes Biden is giving all the money that should be going to Americans, to illegal immigrants. Did you go through this one? No. She was, <laughs> we already know what Ann Coulter believes, what she be saying. So <clears throat> it is what it is. Is go to forward. Hold on, y'all. Let me go back. Oh, oh. Sorry, sorry. All right, we should be good now. Oh, <laughs> we got something to show you. The killer hairs.
Shake my motherfucking. <laughs> all right, all right. Here we go. Damn, thing low. George, why are you so obsessed with me? One of my favorite is gumbo. Okay, I love gumbo. Yeah, I had Same. raised by my mother and then we had a second mother mm. uh, Miss Shelton who's from Louisiana and mm -hmm. she made the best gumbo hold on, hold on. all right this is what Camel Harris had to say when she was in the interview about her favorite <laughs> food one of my favorite dishes probably is gumbo okay I love gumbo yeah I had same. so I was raised by my mother and then we had a second mother Miss mm. uh, Shelton who's from Louisiana she mm -hmm. made the best gumbo and I have been a lifelong gumbo apprentice learning how to make gumbo my whole life okay I never mastered it like okay. she did but that's one of my favorite foods okay. probably. now when she said I had a mother and I had a second mother does she mean made Certainly. that's what those Brahmin Indians have did she have now this face is this one right here made I want to show you a quick look how she shook her head when she tried to agree with her what does this face show you mastered it like okay. she did does that look like somebody that believed what you're saying okay like she did but that's what <laughs> okay. she did <laughs> she like she looking at it like you telling a damn lie right now but okay I'm gonna let you get away with it for right now bitch talking about gumbo now do we really believe that Kamala Harris who grew up in a household once again we keep with an Indian mother do we really believe she was cooking gumbo go ahead what you gonna say what she said George talking crazy. <laughs> How do you not see this shit he be saying and don't be going, what the fuck is wrong with George? George is a fucking stalker. Regina Harris. He always talking about a fucking bromance. This is the same nigga that asked me for my email address. Duke, don't we have a lost in the script email address? No. We, we have an email address. Not yeah. lost in the script, but we have an email address that we use, right? Yeah. So why the nigga asking for my personal email address? Did George not do that? Yes. He did that shit. So get the fuck out of here, George. Really Nigga, you want to talk after the fucking live. Regina says, second mother. That's an interesting twist. Uh, <laughs> D. James said, you guys see agents coming over the border, <laughs> over the borders now. Uh, uh, and he's cooking gumbo. Exactly. I emailed Duke stuff. <laughs> he, he emailed Duke stuff. Oh, Lord. Travis <laughs> gets sick of Because all George does is tell fucking lies. Nigga asking for personal email addresses. What the fuck you need my personal email address for? John Kerry declares war on U.S. farmers, government farm confiscations not off the table. I'm not going to go deep into this. We talked about this months ago. I think, was, I think this was in, uh, it was some country in Europe where they were confiscating land from farmers if they weren't willing to uh, to go along with the new restrictions on uh, owning um Cattle. What they were saying the cows was farting and causing uh <laughs> was causing <laughs> they said it was causing pollution to the environment. So yeah. <laughs> look at look at Lee. Look at George. 
He's getting emotional. I got new emails, you pussy. <laughs> well, no, that's the one I just used for the channel. Just another Saturday. <laughs> you don't want to smoke. What he be sending you, dude? Yeah, dude, what do he be sending us? He sent us. He sends articles and he sends uh, muscular women. <laughs> <laughs> muscular women that he participates in jerk circles with. Oh, shit. Let's move Chicks on. Chicks with right. dick. All right. Let's that's what he on. like. Let's, let's move on. Blacks taxpayers more likely to pay audits, IRS. Do are pen pals? Now, see, now you're throwing it at me, Eastwood. <laughs> now you're throwing it on me. He sends articles and stuff like that. Don't do me like that, Eastwood. Come on now. He think, I clip. guess he think dude like chicks with dicks, too. What? <laughs> Don't swing on me. I'm joking. I'm joking. I shouldn't have said that. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Travis <laughs> like chicks with bigger dicks than him. <laughs> All right. Black taxpayers more likely to face audits IRS confirms. The IRS on Monday confirmed that black taxpayers are slightly more likely to face IRS audits. IRS Commissioner Dan- uh, Danielle uh, Werfel said there ain't the no secret about George Eastwood. Has to dedicate a significant resource to address the disparity. I will stay laser focused on this and ensure that we identify and implement changes prior to next file tax filing season. Have y'all heard anybody say anything about the income tax? Me. I, I mean, <laughs> most, most people ain't talking about no income tax. Anybody in the comment section get an income tax <laughs> or did y'all get them uh, PPP loans? Are <laughs> you out here working, getting unemployment checks and getting food stamps twice a month? Because <laughs> that was going on. Yeah, niggas was getting bread, boy. <laughs> Yeah, he's what next week tell us how firm Travis is, all right? <laughs> he wants to see his grandma's secret oatmeal raisin. Cookie recipe. Oh, he, he want to see, he said George want to send an oatmeal raisin. <laughs> Lost in the script after dark. <laughs> well, we go, We know what goes on in his afterlife. He don't do that shit in the after dark. He do that shit all day. <laughs> Georgia prosecutor investigating Trump in the case charging decisions could come in August. They're going to keep dragging them into the court. And like I said a couple months ago, they keep using black faces to go after Trump. True. And D. James, you just still about that D. thing. See, y'all so, y'all don't be seeing Duke faces over here when I be talking. Duke be wanting me to shut the fuck up. What? Well, that's why I, I be quiet sometimes. Iris removes investigative team from Hunter Biden and moves Travis. With, which, go ahead. No, I ain't saying shit. You just started. I ain't going to fix it. I'm into Moves an investigative team from Hunter Biden Pro and move with blowers called Clear Retaliation. So this is uh, pretty much ending the entire investigation into Hunter Biden. I guess it's through, as we already <laughs> knew it was going to come from it anyway. But somehow compared to Watergate with uh, uh, Nixon, when they said how Nixon got caught up with this situation where he tried to convince the uh, Attorney General to stop investigating. So he had a he wouldn't do it. So he went to the, the secretary attorney general that wouldn't do it, and he finally found somebody that would fire him. That pretty much ended his political career at that point. Hold on, is this? Oh shit! I think we lagging. Hold on. Oh, they let us know. Let us know if we lagging or not. <laughs> I think we lag. I think so we good. Your hush on my homie. Duke trying to report this news. <laughs> okay, back focused. <laughs> so anyway, the IRS is going to end the uh, investigation, but the next situation is comparable because 
even though Hunter Biden has been investigated, we saw the uh, Merrick Garland. Go ahead. I said it's choppy. Okay. Uh, Merrick Garland, he pretty much called the, uh, the IRS department and told them to end the investigation, which is the same thing Nixon did, ain't it? Except it's not Biden doing it. It's just attorney general, attorney general doing it for him. Pretty much. And I didn't know that the attorney general had power or control or could do anything with the IRS. But it makes sense considering, what was that, a few months ago when they added, what was it, 80,000, 60,000 people? Yep. And we and saw them they with, were training to be police officers. Yeah, they train. They got training them with guns. Why the IRS need guns? Why do they need agents on the ground? What are they doing? Well, it makes sense they would have control over them now. So they're going to get away scot-free. So the Biden and the Clintons get away again. And I'm sure this last, these last two articles. Hold on, y'all. Durham report. FBI used falsified partisan source information to justify investigations to Trump campaign in 2016. We already knew that. But this Durham dude, you know this report, This he's been doing this investigation for like four years. And he's saying something that the public already knew for the last three <laughs> you took four years to say something we already knew alright in the last article police officer charged with lying about leaks to Proud Boys leader so a police officer gave the head up to the Proud Boys leader before uh, he lied about not doing it it says right here Washington DC police officer was arrested Friday on charges that he lied about leaking confidential information to Proud Boys extremist group leader Enrique Tario and obstructed an investigation after group members destroyed a Black Lives Matter banner in the nation's capital. <clears throat> we know the en Enrique dude, whatever his name is, he turned out to be an informant, as most of the people at the January 6th situation were FBI. Hold on. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> what do you say? Read <laughs> it. Uh, one last thing. If you scroll up, in the chat, G says Travis' name in every comment. <laughs> right, Carey. Why are you so? <laughs> All right, we don't went through everything now. I we feel don't... threatened for my life. <laughs> we don't went through everything now. Hold on, let me. <clears throat> All right. So Trevor's rushing through them comments like Delo Hoya Hoya trying to hide them pics of him panties. Jesse Chante <laughs> says, see? See? Who are reporting what the Proud Boys are doing? It's like every year they create a weird-ass group, Antifa, etc. When they're all created by the same, uh, another alphabet group, the FBI, CIA, DEA, all them all the same thing. George and still going back and forth. <laughs> All right, I don't kept y'all long enough. We're gonna let y'all go. You got any final words you want to get? Thanks for viewing the channel. <laughs> you can't be cussing for half the That's show it. and then now. No, thanks for viewing the channel. <laughs> that part, dude. Gee, I will host you soon. I already sent an email, dude. <laughs> <laughs> she told y'all. All right, y'all. We're going to let y'all get out of here. Uh, it's, only a, it's a shorter show than normal. Oh, Greenleaf Law, Haney versus Lomo. Oh, yeah. Um, I got Haney. I got Haney winning. I got by the decision. pillow thrower. Huh? 
I got Haney winning, winning by decision. Um, probably, probably split decision more than likely. Who knows? If, no. If, Go ahead. No, sorry. No, you. I didn't. You've talking. I don't remember. If um, TFMO Lopez beat Lomachenko, then I'm pretty sure Devin Haney can beat him. He's a better boxer. But I don't know. Uh, TO might have more power. Might have been a little stronger. So it might have scared him off. Lakers losing. <laughs> Uh, we doing we watching for the fight uh now nah, i'm not gonna do a watch one for the fight not this time jimmy butley the best <laughs> all right y'all we're gonna let y'all go kept y'all long enough um remember the email i sent <laughs> uh jumper tapping the faker ass <laughs> well they ain't gonna do with me anyway man i'm gonna let y'all go loma was in a war uh from his country you, do you really think he was on the ground or <laughs> really ukraine yeah i know he talking about loma was in a that might affect his game oh you're saying okay they put him at a disadvantage oh, okay yeah. never mind because all right y'all let me let y'all go y'all be safe all praise to the most high and peace man Thank you.